The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888-900-3393. Get you right in touch with us. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, I was just, just uh, uh, amazed at uh, so many... So many of the stories in the news today. The uh, the Kevin Spacey stuff that we have from uh, a television show that I'd never heard of, but I guess it, it's on Hulu. And so I, I don't know if it's a Hulu original or if it appears on a you know network and, and Hulu picks it up. But uh, they've known about Kevin Spacey for a long time. Every... These things are not secret in Hollywood. And, uh, you know, people like Alec Baldwin trying to say, well, I didn't know anything about uh, Harvey Weinstein. No, Uh, of course you did. You knew everything about him. He claims he knew only about the rape of Rose McGowan, but he didn't know the rest of it. it's It's a lie. It's just a lie. All of these people know what's going on. Kevin Spacey has likely been a pedophile. Chasing after young boys for, I don't know, 30 years, 35 years. And we're just now hearing about it. That's a lot of people who just swept it under the carpet. It's a lot of people who just don't care. It's despicable is what it is. Uh, Absolutely despicable. Also, we, we still don't have an update, really, on what the deal was with Senator Rand Paul and his neighbor. His, uh, he was out mowing his lawn. It was originally reported to have happened on Sunday. It turns out it was Friday. So he's mowing his lawn on his riding mower. He stops the riding mower to pick up a, a limb. He's got earplugs in to reduce the noise. Or he's listening to rap songs. I, I don't know what he's... Oh, yeah, that's totally you know, Rand Paul's company. He probably had uh, some NWA playing, you know, Dr. Dre and Ice Cube. And huh. I think he, he's digging on um, either their their work together in NWA or some of their solo works. I, I'm not sure what that's he's more call. possible. Yeah. yeah, it's... I mean, how do you choose? How do you choose? So you, what I do is mix the two and uh, when I'm mowing my lawn. Uh, now, that's cool. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I thought it was a nice uh, a nice way to uh, come up with a solution yeah, to best of both to my musical quandary. Anyway, he we first hear that he got the breath knocked out of him by his neighbor. Then we hear that he he broke five ribs. Then we hear, yeah, broke five ribs, and there's displaced fractures. And uh, Glenn said yesterday, and I haven't turned this reported anywhere else, but he said they he actually had a broken jaw. And three teeth knocked out. Now, that's a vicious, brutal assault. Yeah, and it was also originally reported that the neighbor came up from behind. Came up from behind. And just what? Just Yes, like a that, coward. Just like that? Like a freaking coward. And I, I, nobody knows why. There's still no word hmm. on what happened to him, except mm-hmm. it's being reported as grass-clipping dispute. Of course. A grass-clipping dispute? <laughs> 
This guy needs serious treatment in a mental institution. If that, if this, if he did this to Rand Paul, attacking him from behind like a coward and beating him that senseless over grass clippings, hmm. guy needs to be. He needs to be in treatment. Probably not over grass clippings. I. That's what I think. Unless I mean, they, they said it was a long-running dispute, and okay, I guess he's pissed that Rand Paul blows leaves into his property and they're right next to each other and maybe you know he was out doing his lawn maybe he just done it and the guy snapped and that was it sure so he went running across and attacked him yeah i, I don't know yeah my neighbor and i uh we have arguments about uh leaves all the time do and, you yeah i mean literally mm-hmm. and it's come to blows quite frankly because that's a natural reaction to something like it that. is it is the natural human <sighs> civilized <laughs> Uh, reaction seriously stop it's ridiculous yeah so i i don't know what's going on with this thing uh it's it's hard to say but uh, apparently he's really messed up and uh, i guess uh, mike pence called him yesterday said he's doing okay except for the ribs and the pain mm. uh and the guy's lawyer the attacker's lawyer is saying oh this no this had absolutely nothing to do with politics absolutely absolutely not and the reason he's saying that is because if it was over a political dispute, he's a socialist. Rand Paul is obviously a libertarian. If it's over politics, then you're talking about a felony. Mm. Then you're talking about uh, something really, really serious. And mm. it it goes from, I don't know, fourth degree assault or whatever he's been charged with to probably first degree, and he could do some time. Right, and you're not going to have a problem with grass clippings in your prison cell. So that's a good that is good. silver lining for the guy. So he's got that going for him, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, <laughs> uh, so really interesting. I I hope we find out because some of the th- these things we n- we never do. We still haven't found out what the motive was in the Las Vegas shooting. We know very little about the Las Vegas shooting. Uh, and and maybe we'll never find out about the dispute with uh, Rand Paul either. I don't know because he one of his good friends said he doesn't know why the guy attacked him. That's the claim, anyway. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of the Kevin Spacey thing, let's just go ahead and uh, let me show you this. These clips uh, that have been compiled from this show that's on Hulu called Difficult People, and over the past three years, so this was well before any of the Kevin Spacey stuff became public. Hollywood knew, and here's the jokes they were doing on difficult people about Kevin Spacey. The second Bridget has for a volunteer to come up on stage his hand shut up faster than Kevin Spacey's fly at the opening of Newsy. Um, <laughs> what do kids hate? Jazz. Uh, the dentist. Uh, Homework. Kevin uh, Spacey. And yes, many gay lives were spared in the process. I don't know how many, you know. Well, we'd have to ask Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey, sure. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> is Choking Chucky. Choking Chucky by day, maybe. Kevin Spacey's pool boy by night. So maybe I should just give up trying to find love. You know, I'm going to go the Kevin Spacey route. Just just stop trying to be a human being and just focus on getting famous. And then after I have a Netflix show, focus all of my frustrations on a boyfriend young enough to be my own son. <laughs> wow. Huh. I mean, that shows a great deal of knowledge about what Kevin Spacey is doing in his private life. And now this show is written by... Uh, Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, I was just looking this Interesting, up. Interesting, because he was also the one who knew about Harvey Weinstein. So this guy knows everything. Is he the only one that knows everything that's going on? Well, no, of course not. He's the one who's willing to talk about right. it in his shows. 
He's that's why he put the Harvey Weinstein jokes in Family Guy. That's why he put the Kevin Spacey jokes in Difficult People. Well, yeah, it was the um, that was the Kevin Spacey joke was help. I just escaped from Kevin Spacey's uh, basement. Right. So oh, right. So that's that was right. Seth MacFarlane, also the guy yeah. who did this show. So yeah, I mean he knows. <laughs> he he's he's pretty hip to what's going on, and and obviously he's willing to share. Everybody else is covering up for these guys because everybody else wants their paycheck. Nobody wants to rock the boat. They're all a bunch of cowards. They're all about the money. It's, it's pretty amazing. Pretty despicable, too. 888-900-3393. Uh, speaking of despicable, uh, Golden State Warriors coach Steve Kerr is uh, speaking out about gun control. I, I don't know why these guys do this. Yeah. I know they're American citizens. They have the right to. It's just, you should, you do have the right. But why would you do it? Do you want to lose your fan base? Because every time I listen to this guy, all I want to happen is for the the Golden State Warriors to lose every stinking game they play. I just got, he's such an idiot. Uh, but he's speaking out again on, on gun control. You know, I, I think we almost have to look at it like a public health issue. You know, I think too often we get caught up in political rhetoric, um, you know, Second Amendment Dude. rights, um, NRA yeah. stuff. Um, we- yeah, we don't want to get caught up in the Second Amendment. That's just so trivial. You know, why would we talk about that? We have to look at this as uh, it has nothing to do with partisanship or political party. This has got to be a public safety issue, public health issue. Um, I read a great article today that talked about comparing this to um, the automobile industry. Um, Apparently in the 1950s, about nine or ten times more people than died in auto wrecks than Mm. die right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So what changed over 70 years? Well, Uh, technology for um, one. Safety measures, right? Speed limits. um, Technology. Um, you know, auto regulation, seat belts, car seats, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, driver's Airbags. license, um, you know, registration and making sure mm-hmm. people uh, deserve to drive. I mean, all these things are just safety issues. And I think we have to somehow get mm. our government to um, cut through all the crap. Well, one of the problems here is driving is not in the Constitution. Mm. Uh, the guns are. So, you know, if uh, if driving a car was written into the constitution that we have that god-given right uh that would be just as big an issue <laughs> it would be beyond the safety issue as well just like the guns are and, so. and get right to the the point the point uh-huh. of fact mm-hmm. which is safety which means safety, um which means you know a lot of a lot of things that we can do without taking away people's second amendment rights you really you, Let's do the sensible thing. Oh, um, yeah, the sensible thing. Why didn't we think of that? The sensible thing. Of lead course. the way, and they can't. Government, um, just, lead the way. Uh, government. Give in to the NRA so just because the NRA wants to make money. Yeah, that's all the NRA is about. They only want to make money. Mm. They're not about protecting the Second Amendment. All they want to do is make money. I mean, listen to this spin on this. Just because he says it in a, in a uh, controlled, calm demeanor, uh, I guess it's, it's so reasoned and so logical. And so fact-based. They have to put people's safety and health over the uh, interests of um, do we? Yeah. the gun lobby and the, and the gun industry. So. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if you'd ever uh, seen Benjamin Franklin's uh, quote, um, for willing to give up our freedom for our security. We deserve neither and we'll lose both. I wonder if you've ever, 
You ever read that, Steve? Doesn't um, seem like it would be wondering. that far of a stretch, but for whatever reason, we're paralyzed and we uh, yeah. we're unable to to do anything to protect oh. our citizens, and it's uh, huh. it's disgusting and it's it a is. shame. And you know, when you hear it from a basketball coach, sure. that's when it really sinks in. <laughs> Thank you for speaking out, Steve. Thank you. Wow, I hadn't thought of it as a safety issue before. Now, what are we worried about the Second Amendment for? It's a safety issue. And on safety issues, you can't worry about the U.S. Constitution. (laughs) I mean, finally, a basketball coach has framed this discussion in a way we can all finally understand. Bless you, Steve. And where has he been our whole lives? I don't know. We've needed this kind of insight. That's why we've gone to hell. Because he hasn't (laughs) been speaking out until now. Thank you, Steve. Wow, that was beautiful. Cosmo Hertz Kids is on a mission. Uh, the founder of Cosmo Hertz Kids campaign is Victoria Hurst. Her family is the Hurst family, and their corporation is the Hearst Corporation, which publishes Cosmo Magazine, Cosmopolitan Magazine. Now, she believes Cosmo has pornography in it. It's harmful to children. If you don't believe that, look at the cover of Cosmo this month, in fact, where the article's about hot sex and how to achieve it. Um, or this one that was in a recent episode, this is what it's like to fall in love with your brother. Defying laws and societal taboos, one couple shares their undeniable connection. Isn't that wonderful? So if that's not pornography, I, I don't know what it is, you know, before you even get to the pictures of scantily clad babes in uh, Cosmo. And the only goal here is not to have them stop doing any of this. And it's not to run the magazine out of business. It is simply to have states material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmo so it can't be sold to kids under 18. Totally reasonable. Totally acceptable. I wonder if Steve Kerr could even get behind this. I think he could. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, there's also an awesome article in Cosmo about uh, getting a tattoo on your face in the shape of like your cosmic sign, your astrology sign. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be so, great? So um, that's, that's yeah, what you want. Just, Dots yes. on your face shaped like a bull. That, that's what you want your kids asking you for. Um, so if you'd like to keep Cosmo out of the hands of your kids, as I would, uh, go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. Take a stand against porn being sold to anybody under 18. Okay. Visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. returns welcome triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three it is pat gray uh we heard from steve kerr on gun control let's uh let's check out what the president of the united states had he was uh had to say about uh, gun control he was asked about it yesterday in south korea here's what happened Uh, You've talked about wanting to put extreme vetting on people trying to come into the United States. But I wonder if you would consider extreme vetting for people trying to buy a gun. Trying to what? Buy a gun. Well, 
You know, you're bringing up a situation that probably shouldn't be discussed too much right now. We could let a little time go by, but it's okay if you feel that that's an appropriate question, even though we're the heart of South Korea. I will certainly answer your question. Uh, if you did what you're suggesting, there would have been no difference three days ago. And you might not have had that very brave person who happened to have a gun or a rifle in his truck go out and shoot him and hit him and neutralize him. And I can only say this, if he didn't have a gun, instead of having 26 dead, he would have had hundreds more dead. So that's the way I feel about it. And are you not going to help? And are you considering any kind of gun control policy going forward? When you forward? look at these, the city with the strongest gun laws in our nation is Chicago. Thank you. And Chicago is a disaster. Yes. It's a total disaster. Just remember, mm. if this man didn't have a gun or a rifle, you'd be talking about a much worse situation in the great state of Texas. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Uh, it's actually a, a decent uh, appraisal. Right? I mean, you don't know that there would have been hundreds that, more. That's but Trump speak. It, yes. <laughs> but yes. he crushed that. I he, mean, he credit did. where credit is due. Yeah, that he, was an excellent answer. He really did put her in her place. Uh, and, you know, what are you doing talking about American gun control when you're in South Korea and you've got North Korea just across the border with thousands of missiles pointed directly at them? I mean, it's just stupid. You're just showing the weakness uh of our of our society by doing that and you don't want to air out all of our discussions in in domestic policy when you're abroad like that it's crazy it's crazy 888-900-3393 also um california naacp is trying to get the racist national anthem changed It's, it's about time they passed a resolution in October calling the song one of the most racist pro-slavery anti-black songs in the American lexicon. And so they want Congress to change the anthem to something else. Well, you might think, well, what's racist about the Star-Spangled Banner? What? Hmm. If you go to the third verse, there's, a, there's like 936 verses. In this song, we only sing one of them. Really, and you're yeah. rounding down. I'd like I'm to rounding point down. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, but in the third verse, there's lines that say, "Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave." And those are lines thought to refer to Black American slaves who fought for the British in the War of 1812. I mean. Francis Scott Key is not around anymore to uh, ask him. Hey, what did you have in mind there? I, I'm not sure I oh, understand. Wait, 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 wait. Now I know where the problem in the song is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was written by a white guy. Well, and that too. That's the problem. Plus, he was a slave owner. Hmm. And so the NAACP wants to change the uh, song to something else, and I'm tired of arguing about it, so let's just do it. Let's just change it to something more to their liking. Hmm. And since this all started as a protest against the police, what about NWA's F the Police? Containing the poignant lyrics, a young N-word on the warpath, and when I'm finished, it's going to be a bloodbath of cops dying in L.A. Yo, Dre, I got something to say. F the police. Uh F the police. F the police. F the police. This would be 
not a musical quandary because you you've settled on a great tune that you. Well, wanna... I mean, there's that one, uh-huh. but oh. I've been reminded Uh-oh. that I shouldn't be so close-minded about Lil Boozy's standard classic by the same name, "F the Police," <laughs> with its sentimental message. It goes a little something like this. Okay. We need to be like Khalid, N-words, and kill cops. Plus, stupid, yes, stupid, I hope you rot in hell. Cities, F em. Narcotics, F em. Feds, F em. DAs, you guessed it, what? F em. Oh, I didn't see that coming. We don't need you biatches on our street. Say with me, F the police. F the police. I mean... It's tough to choose between the two, but I think we've narrowed it down. There's no copyright infringement between one and the other there? Because that's, I mean, that's a pretty specific lyric. It is, right? But, I mean, they're different songs. So it puts you in kind of a quandary. I think I've narrowed it down to these two for national anthems, but I'm kind of confused as to which we should actually go with. These are definitely more big tent minded, I would say. <laughs> they Very, really are. They're more inclusive. Yeah, they really are. Just like, uh, yeah, well, oh, look at that flag. Woo. The, uh, the NAACP wanted something, you know, more friendly to, to, uh, to their liking, mm-hmm. uh, to black Americans, they mm-hmm. said. And so, you know, maybe this will fit that bill. Yeah. And you want a song that speaks to <clears throat> every American, no matter their you station do. in life. Yeah, because we're all Americans. They're so, creed. So, so I think th- this does. Right. This is much much more broad as far as application purposes. Absolutely. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, last night uh, we we probably should mention the huge Democrat win, which is wins. yes several <laughs> wins. Uh, they won the governorship in Virginia and in New Jersey. Nah, they can have New Jersey. Who wants that? But uh, and both of those, well. Christie, obviously Republican, had the the governorship, but in Virginia, is there a uh, is it a Republican or a Democrat right now? I think it's a Democrat right yeah, now, right? Yeah. I'm, so that's it stays Democrat. So I don't know why it was such a stunning surprise, uh, except that Gillespie was fairly popular, and I think a lot of people believed he might win, but he didn't, and and it wasn't even that close. I think it was like eight points. It was an early night. For the pollsters. Yeah, they called it really soon. And they're trying to make this a... They're trying to make this some kind of mandate about Donald Trump. Mm. And I don't buy that. I mean, again, I'm not Donald Trump's biggest supporter. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, But when people are making everything about him, and it, I don't think it should be that way, it, uh, you gotta, you got to say it. And it's... The Republicans in the Congress have been atrocious. Yeah. I mean, Donald Trump has not been my favorite president of the United States. But this Congress is so pathetic and so feckless, and they've done nothing we've asked them to do. In fact, demanded them to do. Uh, they haven't gotten any anything done on Obamacare. Haven't repealed that yet. The tax plan that they've come up with is... So bad, it's hardly even worth calling a tax plan. They haven't done anything on immigration, except uh, they're talking about making DACA part of U.S. law instead of just a policy from the executive branch. I mean, 
are you telling me that that's more about Donald Trump than than the Republicans in Congress who've done absolutely nothing? I completely disagree with that. I think it's about the terrible, terrible Republican leadership that we have in office right now. And and Trump himself, you know, but he always defends himself on these kinds of things. Um, but I think he's right. This guy wasn't even that married to his policies. Uh, he wasn't even a huge Gillespie in Virginia wasn't a huge Donald Trump supporter. So why are they trying to make it about that? Well, because the media hates him so much, they make everything about that. And it just isn't. So I'm hoping the the Republicans wake up because this is a huge, huge wake-up call for these do-nothings in office who have no conservative values. Maybe they better adopt some quickly before uh, 2018 and they're all kicked out of office. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. of the NWA song, which uh, I am now suggesting should be our national anthem to, to, to appease the NAACP in California. That's a no-brainer. There's a Dallas man who went to Washington, D.C. to, quote, kill all white police, unquote. And the Secret Service fortunately caught him before he was able to do that. Now, I don't know how he was going to pull that off, but he traveled all the way from uh, here where we live in Washington, in Dallas, to Washington, D.C., with one mission, and that was to kill all the white police there uh, and around the White House. Fortunately, his plan was sabotaged before it got started because he mentioned what he was planning to do on Facebook. <laughs> like, like everybody who, you know, the first thing you do when you arrive at your destination when you're traveling is check in on Facebook, right, and tell them where you are and what you're doing. It's just exactly what he did. His uh, his social media activity, however, landed him on the radar of the Secret Service. Here's what he posted leading up uh, to his Facebook check-in at the White House. Now I am going to there to White House. Make sure kill all white police. I'm reading it verbatim. Now I am going to there, T-H-E-R-E, to White House. Make sure kill all white police. Hmm. Apparently he's got an issue with pronouns. I remove the power of darkness from USA in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Put him on jail. Donald J. Trump in mighty name of Jesus Christ. So he actually sounded like he was going after the president here too, not just police. Then the secret service was alerted and uh, they went looking for him. And in one hour, they found him on Pennsylvania Avenue. It wasn't clear, though, how he was planning to kill all the white police, maybe with his bare hands because uh, he was unarmed, completely unarmed. But he's been charged with making felony threats. So 
Nice job by the Secret Service there. 888-900-3393. And speaking of these great rap songs, uh, P. Diddy has made a big announcement. He's, <laughs> it's huge and it's important. We played this at the end of the show the other day, but I, I think it deserves a couple of plays because it's that serious. As he said, listen to the seriousness of what P. P. Diddy has to announce here. Very serious, serious news. Um, right. Very serious, serious news. I've been praying on this, and I, I decided... I know it was risky, Prayed but it. I knew it, it could it. come off as corny to some oh, people. No. Like, yo. Oh, come on now. Like, yo. Mm-hmm. I decided to change my name again. Wow. It's powerful. I'm just, I'm just not who I am before. I'm just not who I am before. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. something different. I'm something different. So my new name is Love, a.k.a. Brother Love. Okay. I will not be answering the Puffy. I don't Diddy, blame you. Puff Daddy. Puffy Diddy, Puff Daddy. Or any of my other monikers. Sean Puffy but Love Combs. or Brother Love, okay? Wait, okay. what? What's his new name? Uh, love. Or, or also known as Brother Love. So it's like multiple choice. Yeah, I guess you know, uh, you've got two choices there. Okay. I don't know how multiple. It is multiple, but sure. it's not several. It's just two. Thank you. You can go love or you can go brother love. Hmm. Um, and I, I'll thank you not to mock. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'll sorry. thank you to, to apply the seriousness this deserves. Yeah. Because as he said, it's very, very serious. Yeah. And he's actually prayed about it. Okay. Well, then I don't want to dog it. You're right. Can't. You can't. Uh, he's prayed about it. And and he doesn't feel comfortable with P. Diddy or Puffy or Puff Daddy or Sean Puffy Combs. He's no. identifying as something different now. Right. You could say. And it may seem trivial, but he, you know, because people might just say, yo, but I can't imagine they would do that. No. no. That's too insensitive. Exactly. I think they'll call him love or brother love. A lot like when Prince did this with his name, and he had no name. It was just a symbol, and you just had to call him the artist formerly known as Prince for a while until he got tired of that. Have you ever wanted to change your name? Well, you know, I, I've i been saving this, hmm. and maybe this is the time to do it. I don't know. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. Cool. What, what what have we here? I have very, very serious news. Okay. I've been praying on this. And I've decided, and I, I know it's risky. Uh-huh. It could come off as corny. Uh-oh. You know, some people might say like, yo, but I've decided to change my name again. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Mm. I'm just, I, I'm just not who I am before. I'm something different. And so now my new name is Love. Also known as Brother Pat Love. Oh. I will not be answering to Pat, Pat Gray, Pat Unleashed, Mr. Gray. I am now Love or Brother Pat Love. I'm going to make you a sign. Okay. I am I am proud of and, this uh, moment. Brother Pat Love? Yeah. No, none of my other monikers apply anymore. You don't want to be like... Yo. No, I don't want anybody to say like, yo. Would you go with Brolo Pat? It's kind of, you know, hip. It's kind of shortens it a little bit. 
Yes, I could go bro Okay, pad. good, because that's the sign that I had made for you. I was I hoping could, you would. I could go bro pad. I was feeling this today. Okay, so, so that's the third one. bro pad? Yeah. Or BLP. I could go that, that way, too. BLP. Look at this. For you. It's very yeah. nice. Thank you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Garen in Iowa. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hello, uh, hello uh, brother Pat Love. Yes, thank you. Uh, I wanted to talk about the third verse of the of the national anthem. Okay, great. When they're talking about how racist it is, they refer to the word slave. Apparently, there some people believe that the word slave only applies to the black people that were in the United States at, at, the, at that time. Mm-hmm. I think what they're referring to when they're talking about the uh, slave and the hireling, they're talking about the hireling being the Germans that they hired and the slave being the American soldiers that were enslaved by the British when they uh, during the fight. That could very well be, actually. Right. And, and the nation being enslaved by this foreign power as well would apply, I would think. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point, Karen. So are you not in favor then of switching to NWA's F the police as the national anthem? Uh, that's kind of ridiculous. That's really? Good. You think? Yeah. Huh. Yes. Okay. That's kind All of right. closed minded. Yeah, it there. is. Wow. I mean, he just shot that down. I mean, didn't even give it a second thought. I thought he might be with me since he called me, you know, brother love, Pat, B-O-P. brother, Pat, love. In uh, the hizzy. Thanks anyway, uh, Garen. What, BLP in the history? No, at first I thought he was open minded. Right. And then he just shut it down. And he just shut it down. Apparently he'll only go so far. <laughs> Ryan in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Well, good afternoon, love. Um, Thank you. My suggestion actually is uh, I really want to see our athletes this winter standing on the podium um, saluting uh, Snoop Dogg's gin and juice. Wow, that's, <laughs> another, that's another good possibility. <laughs> I like that. I would have to Sitting look up the down, lo- smoking endos, <laughs> sipping on gin and juice. <laughs> this is a guy who's a veteran of the song. You've listened. You've given that a few spins in your time, haven't you? Uh, actually, it's, I, I got to give a shout out to my wife Kathy. Um, uh-huh. I don't think she's listening right now, but hopefully she replays this later and uh, hears. It. <laughs> I, I, right. I, I love you, babe. Thanks, love you, Kathy. Oh, you. Oh, you're talking to your wife. I thought you were. Oh, yeah. that hurts. Well, okay. I, I didn't say love. Sorry. All right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, gin and juice. Yeah. I'm serious. N word. One of y'all. N words. Got this. Okay, there's just too many. You're just not going to be able to. You're just not going to be able to. No, that's. Can we can we go with the Ice Cube? It now, was a you, good day. You would my never choice. be able to play the song on the radio, the national anthem, "Gin and Juice" on the on the radio. But I guess you could <laughs> sing it in stadiums and then just say "Play ball." We could just we could just run just one continual bleep at the beginning of sporting events, <laughs> and that would be what we're standing or kneeling for. Your choosing. <laughs> but I, I still, I think we should go with it. it was a good day by Ice Cube. That's much more inclusive. Just, Gin and juice is, uh, that's worse, I think, than F the police, as far as word usage mm-hmm. that you can't say on the radio. But listen to this, though. You can say this one. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no smog, and mama cooked a breakfast with no hog. I mean, that, that that's talks to everyone. That's America. Yeah. You could probably do uh, rolling down the street, smoking Indo, sipping on gin and juice, <laughs> laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. <sighs> remember that part? I yeah, remember, I remember that part. MTV rolling down the street, smoking Indo, <laughs> sipping on gin and juice, 
laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Mm. That's catchy. And it's America. And you're welcome now that that's going to be stuck in your head all stinking day. Oh, 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 yes. Triple eight. Tweeting that one. 900-3393. It is uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. Democrat donor uh, Stephen Klubeck, who I, I, I have actually not heard of this guy, but um, I'm really glad I know about him now. He's the chairman and CEO of Diamond Resorts, which is not one of my not one of my favorite companies. It's a Las Vegas timeshare company. So this guy has made a lot of money by sucking people into these dumb timeshare things. That they hate, don't use, and it costs them a fortune over time. And then there are companies now who specialize specifically in getting people out of these timeshare arrangements. Anyway, this guy made a fortune doing it, and now he's a big Democrat donor. And I don't want to necessarily besmirch this guy because listen to what he has to say about the Democrat Party right now. Is it the right message that the Democrats are going with? It's so effing wrong. Mm. I've talked to Schumer, I've talked to Wyden, I've talked to Pelosi. And said what? And I said, when I hear the millionaire or billionaire word, and I told them to stop it, knock it off. Because everyone wants to do really well. And this is the world of uh, aspirations. Then are you worried that Mm. the Democratic Party is going too far to the left? So much so, it drives me nuts. Thank you. So much so, wow. it would make me quit the party. And I've made it very clear, I'll cut your money off. It's fractured. It's broken. We need a new brand. It needs to be simple. Wow. Keep it simple. We need middle ground. How about that? From a billionaire donor to the Democrat Party telling Democrats, stop with the class warfare. Stop demonizing people who are successful in this country. That's what this country is about, in part, is the ability to exercise your freedom, do what you're good at, commit to a uh, course of action in your career, work as hard as you can, and, and become successful. And then if you do that, you shouldn't be demonized for it. And you shouldn't be told that you're doing something wrong and you make too much money. And you're stealing from other people when you're not. I have, I have not heard a Democrat talk this way in 20 years easily. 20 stinking years, it's got to be. Because they've all become such socialist Marxists that you don't even hear this mentioned anymore. You don't hear anybody talking about how extreme left-wing the Democrats are. Because you can't... You can't differentiate between a Democrat and a Marxist now. You, you can't, I defy anybody to do it. So good for him. Uh, that's a name to keep an eye on. Um, too bad there aren't more billionaires like him. You know, too bad uh, Warren, fat piece of crap Buffett, isn't saying these things. Too bad that uh, uh, that what's Breyer? No, not Breyer. The guy. Oh, Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer's not like this because Tom Steyer's are a radical like Nancy Pelosi is and like Chuck Schumer is. So it's nice to hear somebody with a little common sense in the Democrat Party. Good for him. 888-900-3393. Uh, more Pac Ray Unleashed coming up in a second. 
If your family's under duress, or let's say there's an intruder in your home, every second, every millisecond counts. And it could be the difference between life or death. Takes less than a third of a second for Identilock's computer to recognize your fingerprint and disengage. About the same amount of time it takes to fire a gun pulled from your from your holster. Now, when you have when you have a one of those little gun safes on your night table or or a bed stand, and it's right next to you, and if you hear any noise, you you want to reach over and grab that, and you got to put put your finger on it. Then the thing has to the the door has to drop down. You got to reach so, in. You got to grab it. It's cumbersome and it cumbersome. takes a while. Look at this. Even if you don't use the even if you don't use the fingerprint ID scan, the lock comes off like that with the key. I that is so fast and you're ready to go. It's just that easy. It keeps everybody in your family safe when when your gun's not in use and hopefully you'll never have to use it. That's obviously the the ideal, but you want to have it there just in case. And if you ever do need it, it's it's ready to go in a fraction of the second with the Identilock system. It's light, 12 ounces, so you can travel with it. You can take it to your office. You can put it in your purse. It was created by a parent for parents to help prevent accidental or unintentional discharges and to give you super quick access if you need it. Uh, it's got a lithium-ion battery, so that lasts up to six months on a single charge. And it's available exclusively at Cabela's throughout the nation. You know, the bad thing about waking up in the middle of the night, if you have dirty ears, you won't hear the intruder in your house. Oh. So I think we need to take a step back <laughs> sure, and, and be truly prepared. Good tie-in. Here's the thing. We are so freaked out about every little bodily function. I mean, we well, you know, wash our hair. And I mean, so, well, some of us wash our hair. And we, you know, we, we take a shower and we think we got to get those Q-tips in there and clean the ears out. And you know what we're actually doing with our ears when we put those Q-tips in? You know, Pat, because we've we've had discussions mm-hmm. off the air about this. Ruining our lives? Yes, pretty mm-hmm. much. You're mm-hmm. shoving that earwax back in there. You mm-hmm. think you're doing a good thing. Even when you're wearing like the little earbuds for your phone or whatever, you're shoving earwax back up there against your eardrum. And that's a bad thing. The reason it's bad is because it can cause all sorts of things, hearing loss. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm here to tell you about... Wax RX. You knew I came in here for a reason. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just, wondering. I, you know what? I get the weirdest looks when I walk into offices down the street and start talking about earwax. And they're like, "What are you really? doing in here? You're the only people that actually uh, we understand me. it." Thank <laughs> you, and I appreciate that. We get it. If you go to usewaxrx.com and you use promo code radio, not only will you find the system that's designed by a doctor, but if you use promo code radio, they'll ship it to you free. Free shipping. You'll get in there, three-step process, clean those ears out. You'll be able to hear everything that happens at night. Use WaxRx.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. It is Pat Gray. <clears throat> Got some tweets at Pat Unleashed. This is from Nicole. Can Pat please read 
the gin and juice lyrics as Al Gore? <laughs> let's let's have that. Uh, let's see. Uh, with too much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop Double O Double J. Keep coming up with the funky ass stuff like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's? I don't even know what that means. Uh, Rolling down the street, smoking Indo, sipping on gin and juice. <laughs> Laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Excellent work, uh, Mr. Vice President. What is Indo? Do we know? Are you looking? Oh, at the, act uh, like you don't know what I Indo is. I don't know what smoking in Indo is. Uh, when in doubt, go to UrbanDictionary.com, which says that uh, smoking Indo is uh, just smoking marijuana. Okay. Uh-huh. I wonder why they call it Yeah, Indo. I don't know. That I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. Uh, this from ABOMB974, uh, Notorious B.I.G. running should be the anthem. Hmm. Notorious B.I.G. running. Hmm. Is there a B.I.G. song called Running? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's not, not uh, currently in my playlist. You lost me on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and DM and DM, oh. Dr. Gray, I mean, brother love Pat. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We could keep that straight. That I'd appreciate it. Can we make too legit to quit the national anthem, or is it too white friendly? Oh, for sure. Oh. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's like sellout stuff. Oh boy, that's I want to. Oh, I want Al Gore to be reading these lyrics. On too legit to quit. Just, just read the opening uh, two little lines there. It's too legit. Too legit to quit. Sweat running all over my chest. <laughs> and then the nice. chakra gets released shortly thereafter. Yeah. Yeah, you remember the chakra thing? Is Ooh. that was my second chakra? Oh my bad. I asked her to adjust it. Uh, <laughs> well, you just believe completely. That is completely forgotten. I don't think anybody even remembers the deal with him and the massage therapist while he was married to Tipper. <sighs> uh, speaking of Al Gore, here's a CNN story: Dateline, Washington D.C. The United States. This is why people are so hacked off at cnn the united states is now this is a this is a story and here's their spin the united states is now a party of one in its stance on climate change well good so what if we're the only nation on earth with any common sense so be it by the way that's why we left the rest of them behind in the old world in the first place okay because They weren't doing anything right. So we came here to set up a society where we would do things right. Where we wouldn't follow the leader down every every stupid cliff. But it goes on to say, Syria will join the Paris Climate Agreement, leaving the U.S. as the only country in the world not signed on to the landmark climate deal, which which even Al Gore has admitted will do nothing for the environment. Mm. Virtually... Nothing. It's not enough. What they proposed won't actually even help the problem. They're just trying to do something so they can say they did something. Syria plunged in a civil war, of course. They weren't present in 2015 for the negotiations for the climate agreement. Um, But 200 other countries signed on at the time. Manawaniarawa was the only holdout at the time. Based on criticisms that it was insufficient in addressing climate change. And they're right. Niarawa was right. 
However, the Central American country, Manawa Niarawa, recently announced its intent to join the agreement. In late October, Niarawan Vice President and First Lady Rosario Murillo said the nation had submitted a document of adhesion to the U.N. to join the pact. President Donald Trump, however, announced in June in one of his best moves since he became president of the United States a year ago today, one of the best things he's done was to say the U.S. will withdraw from the climate accord. Process is in... It, it, it's in process right now, and actually we won't be completely out until 2020. But good! Good! This is why we don't have to worry about the rest of the world. We don't have to play their game. We don't have to follow the leader. What did your mother tell you all the time? Uh, all my friends are doing it. If all your friends were jumping off a cliff, would you go with them? Uh, that's what you say to the CNNs of the world. We're the only ones. Good. 888 will get your calls coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you here. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. You know, with football season going so badly, this is the only thing getting me through my fall is you being here with us every day. That and the fact that it finally cooled off in Dallas, Texas. Man, is it nice outside today. I no, love it's it. not. It's I just, miserable. I love it. I love cold weather, but not mixed with rain and yeah, wind. Yeah, I mean, and... the rain makes it a little bit miserable. It's gross. But that'll end, I'm sure, today. And it says, <laughs> like, it's in the 40s. That yeah. doesn't happen here this time of year. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good day. It's a good day. It was a very good day. I'm sorry. I'm still fielding uh, options for our new national anthem. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the, this weekend, uh, I'm sure... Football fortunes get even worse because the 2-8 and eight BYU Cougars play UNLV, a team they never lose to. They've beaten them seven times in a row or 107 times in a row or something. And, and I was reading some comments from some of the uh, UNLV rebels that are talking about the game coming up. They're acting like BYU is like a high school team or something. Uh-oh. Yeah, we, can, we can't lose our focus and get to... Uh, really? Is that now? It's gotten that bad where people are talking about... Oh. Uh, fucking smack. A team that I think has beaten BYU once in history, maybe <laughs> twice in history. Oh, it's terrible. And then, of course, hmm. the Packers who lost again on Monday because, you know, Aaron Rodgers hmm. is out for the season, or at least until December 18th, I think it is. Yeah. T- uh, he, we need him back badly. Yeah, before Monday night, uh, the Packers had only lost to the Lions once yeah, there's another one. Uh, since At home, right? since uh, Brett Favre, mm-hmm. in 26 tries. And then, of course, the Texans uh, lost Deshaun Watson for the season. He's gone, and they're probably not going to win anymore this year. Uh, so, uh, as I mentioned, it's such a bad year. I'm all the way down to my former high school football team. 
Capital High Bruins, who are now in the state semifinals. Wow. Yeah, with a big victory last weekend. It's you. But they'll that probably stops this weekend because they're playing Billing Senior, who is the class of the oh, state. Yeah. And yeah, you don't have to. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't audience. have to tell you. Yeah, right. When Capital High and Billing mm-hmm. Senior Billing get together, Senior. you throw out all the record Throw books. them out. Hey, uh, Walton High School and Marietta, Georgia, my alma mater, finished the regular season 10-0 and and now head to the state playoffs themselves. Nice. Wow, 10-0. and Right, yeah. It's a good year, they're man. They're like number 40 in the nation, according to USA today this really? is unprecedented huh for that school that's really good mm-hmm. that's uh uh more than i could say for for uh, my alma mater mm-hmm. well, that's all i got too by the way <laughs> what are you gonna do mm-hmm. what are you gonna do uh abc new york times reporters are now lying about the texas shooting they because it doesn't fit their narrative a guy who heard about the shooting from his daughter who was in her kitchen listening to the gunfire in the church next door she called her dad and said, Dad, somebody's shooting up the church. He gets, his, he gets his rifle and takes off in his truck and pulls up. And the shooter is coming outside and he engages him in a gunfight. Gets behind his car and starts firing and exchanges fire. Hits the guy, despite the fact he's wearing a Kevlar vest. Hits him where the Kevlar vest kind of comes together. In the one place where you could get through it. Yeah. He explained it to us in an interview, yes, he, too. Yeah. Yes, he did. And then the guy took off in the car again. In fact, the guy hit him twice. I don't know whether it was both right there in front of the church or if when he crashed, he hit him again. I, I don't know. But he was shot twice uh, by by the uh, Good Samaritan and once by himself to finish himself off. So they are the New York Times and ABC are reporting the shooter was not stopped. There was no big gunfight. You know, they just go through the murderer who was also a domestic abuser on record for domestic violence, on record for threatening a superior officer in the Air Force. All of these things should have led to the fact that this guy did not, was not able to obtain a gun. Somehow that all fell through the cracks. With the current laws we already have, he should have been prevented from gun ownership. In 2012, while he was in the Air Force, he received a court-martial for assaulting his wife and stepson. He struck the child so hard, he fractured the infant's skull. Subsequently, he spent one year in confinement, had his rank reduced, and was discharged for bad conduct. He was briefly um, confined to a mental health facility. So he was in a, uh, a mental health institute in New Mexico. He escaped... From that, he tried to bring guns onto the military base. He made threats to his superiors, as I mentioned. So all of these should have disallowed him from owning a gun. The Air Force acknowledged on Monday, yep, we screwed up. And because of that negligence, he was able to buy the AR-556 rifle and two handguns without any incident. Still... The media have misrepresented the laws, which are already in place for firearms purchases. And uh, idiotic Hollywood actresses like Alyssa Milano are perpetrating the hoax that you, if you buy a rifle in Texas, that you avoid a background check. Look, I've purchased a rifle in Texas, and I went through an FBI background check. Why? Because it's a federal law, that's why. Federal law supersedes any state laws that are there on the books or aren't there. 
So because there's a federal law, Texas didn't need a state law for it. There is already a federal law that they have to abide by. So yes, of course, when you buy a rifle in this state, you go through a background check. But everybody's going crazy over the fact Texas doesn't even have any internet background checks on long guns. Shut up. It just shows absolute ignorance and idiocy. So the the press is trying to spin this to fit their narrative that, well, yeah, okay, this guy showed up, but he didn't really do anything. He had no effect on this. The guy was leaving anyway. Well, he distracted him from shooting other people. And he and the Good Samaritan, the plumber uh, from Sutherland Springs, shot the guy and ended it there. That's why he took off. He'd been hit with gunfire at least once and maybe twice right there. So that kind of negated him going back into the church and finishing everybody off or going to somebody else's house or going to another private business. Who knows what would have happened? The fact is, uh, this person is a hero, even though he doesn't want to be called one. But um, my hat's off to him. And a humble hero at that. Really humble. Seems like just a really good salt-of-the-earth guy. 888-900-3393 with your thoughts on uh, any of this. Of course, the election last night, everybody's making a big deal out of the fact that uh, two state governors um, were taken by Democrats, one of which was with Republicans, and that's Chris Christie's New Jersey. He's term limited, I believe, or at least not running this time. And a Democrat won that seat. And then in Virginia, which was already held by a Democrat, another Democrat won. Yeah, big deal. Uh, And that's supposedly some kind of mandate on Donald Trump. If it's a mandate, it's a mandate against the Republican Congress. Who are so inept, they, they can't even put together a decent tax plan. They're so inept, they've got the majority... And they can't get rid of Obamacare. They're so inept. They still haven't started building the fence or the wall or whatever should secure the, the southern border. It drives me out of my mind. Trump, however, is reminding people, don't forget, uh, we were four for four in the Republican Party with U.S. congressmen last night. Nobody's talking about that. They won't tell you that. That could, Because, again, that doesn't fit the narrative. Stewart in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hey, I need to qualify something. Am I talking to Pat Gray? I've, I've heard Al Gore on here, and I've heard yeah. uh, no, Brother Pat. Bro- Brother Pat Love, or Brother Love Pat. Either, either way, it's somewhat I interchangeable. Pat Gray. Is Pat Gray around? No, he's, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't answer. Okay, well, he doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Well, All right. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, look, yeah. Pat, mm-hmm. I've been a lifelong Virginian. Okay. And uh, I don't recognize my state anymore. Um and I'll tell you what, quite frankly, to paraphrase David Crockett, mm-hmm. Northern Virginia can go to hell. I think I'm coming to Texas. You really I should. Seriously, I seriously mean that. Yeah. It, you know, I just don't, I do not recognize this state any further. It used to be fairly strongly conservative, didn't it? And now... In certain certain areas it is, but Northern Virginia is so... F- Everybody that works in Washington flows over and lives in Fairfax. Yeah. Well, as far as I'm concerned, they can they can have Fairfax. You know, give it to D.C., give it to Maryland. I don't really give a rip. Matter of fact, Harry Truman had a great statement. Did you ever hear his statement? 
I don't know. Which one? He said they took the United States, turned it up, shook its legs, all the nuts and bolts fell fell out, mm-hmm. and that's how we formed California. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've heard that one, but uh, yep. but it seems to apply. It. Yeah, it seems right, to bye. apply. All right, thanks, bye. Stuart. Appreciate it. Joe in Georgia, you're on the blaze. Hey, brother, love. Hey. I. Uh, you know, you were just reading. It's, I'm listening on delay, so it was a few minutes ago now, but you were talking about all the different charges. Every fact that comes out about this fella now, it's coming out and, and starts and fits and starts. Mm-hmm. And so when you read sort of the progression, at one point you said then he, got some, he was caught trying to get back onto the Air Force base with guns because he wanted to shoot up his COs or something. Yes. Now, doesn't that mean... After his first conviction for child abuse and st- spent time in prison, doesn't that make him a convicted felon? So if he was, it's then illegal for him to possess a gun anyways. If yeah. the Air Force caught him getting, trying to get back onto the base with guns, shouldn't they have either arrested him and put him back in the clink or called the local PD and had him, be- had him arrested? Because it's illegal for a convicted felon to possess a firearm. What in the holy hell is going on with the Air Force? Right. Is my question. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's sheer incompetence is going on. Sheer incompetence. Because not only... Uh, thanks for the call, Joe. And it's a great point. He had like five, six, seven offenses that should have negated him being able to purchase a gun legally. Uh, it's from sexual assault to physical abuse and assault on his wife and his stepson to the point where he... He cracked his skull. Uh, Then he threatened a superior officer, tried to get weapons on a military base. Uh, The list goes on and on. It's it's crazy that he was able to obtain. Yes, he should have been stopped a long time ago. But the Air Force neglected to report it to a federal agency. So the FBI didn't know about it when the background check came. 888-900-3393. Uh, your calls coming up in a second. Preparedness is obviously something that uh, is close to my heart and, and probably yours as well. And especially if you've seen what's happened lately with these sh- shootings, with the hurricanes, wildfires. I mean, so many different things can go wrong in our life. And so many there's so many ways that the supply lines can be disrupted or that cell towers could go down or be jammed. Routers, satellites, all of those things. You want to be prepared and go Tena Mesh powers the first off-grid, 100% off-grid, mobile long-range consumer-ready mesh network, which means that you could send texts and GPS locations without cell towers, routers, or satellites. So if you're if you're not even you know pr- planning to be prepared, if you're just an outdoor enthusiast or you're an avid traveler, these are fantastic. They're a great solution. When cell service is unreliable or unavailable, Gotenna is for you. You just pair the device with your phone using the Gotenna app or leave it unpaired in strategic locations and you can relay communications from device to device. Right now, when you go to Gotenna, G-O-T-E-N-N-A dot com, use the promo code PAT15. You'll get 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs. Don't wait until you need it to act. Super lightweight and you can carry it really anywhere with you. Go to GoTenna.com today. Save 15% with the promo code PAT15. That's GoTenna.com. Pat 
Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888-900-3393. Speaking of news spin, listen to this news story from Yahoo News. U.S. Democrats claimed a resounding win Tuesday in a crucial governor's race in Virginia, dealing a blow to Donald Trump's politics of division. (laughs) What? Is that kind of opinion? Because I don't think he promotes it as politics of... Hey, I'm uh, I'm promoting the politics of division. I'm trying to divide the country in half, or maybe fourths. Actually, that's just <laughs> this is a straight news story where they say they're dealing a blow to Donald Trump's politics of division. How do they? How do they look themselves in the mirror and say, "Yep, we're we're journalists. We're a great news organization." Wow. And testing the president's influence ahead of larger battles in 2018 and 2020. I think what you find in, in these races that are off years like this one, it has almost no effect on 2018 or 2020. So much is going to happen by then that it doesn't matter what happened last night. It just doesn't matter. Whatever. It, it doesn't mean Republicans are going to lose the majority in the House or Senate, although maybe they should because they're so terrible. <clears throat> and it doesn't mean that Trump is going to lose the presidency in 2020 if he runs. It doesn't necessarily mean that. Now, you look at the Tea Party wave in 2010, and then in, in 2012, Barack Obama, despite how bad the economy was, how high gas prices were, the fact that he hadn't done... Many of the things he said, like close Gitmo or get us out of uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, none of those things had really happened. He still won re-election. So the 2010 Tea Party thing had nothing to do with it. It didn't matter when it came to the actual presidential race. So I wouldn't put too much stock in what happened last night. Because there's a lot of baseball to be played between now in the next election. Lots of baseball. 888 And probably a lot of people to discover are sexual abusers between now and then, too. I mean, how many times? How many people have we discovered? There was a, some, some guy, some young actor on Gossip Girl or something that's accused of rape now. Uh, there were another three or four people yesterday. I hadn't heard of many of them, but one of them, some young actress accused this, this gossip girl actor of raping her several years ago. And we're just hearing about that now. And he absolutely vehemently denies it. He said he doesn't even know her. He's never heard of her. (laughs) So I think, you know, is this one of the cases where, Somebody innocent is going to be caught up in this dragnet. There's going to be a lot of dolphins in this tuna net, I think. 
Well, that was a brilliant analogy. Well, that was. It was very good. Brilliant analogy. And, and, and to your point about uh, the Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen's in this now? Yeah, take a look at Charlie, that Charlie, look at the headline on that. Charlie Sheen raped 13-year-old Corey Haim on the set of the movie Lucas, according to a friend of the uh, late child actor. Corey Haim is, uh, is not with us anymore, huh? Yeah, right? Hold on. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. So Corey Feldman is saying. Oh, that's that Corey. That's Haim, why, because yeah. Corey Feldman's been speaking out so much lately, and I've always gotten Corey Haim Me too. and Corey Feldman mixed up together. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know because they came out about the same time. Right. They were friends. They're both named Corey, and they're both actors, and then and they're on uh, in the same movie. So Haim, yeah, exactly. It's very confusing, but Haim. I believe died of a drug overdose a few years ago. Okay. So um, so he says Charlie Sheen mm-hmm. raped him? I mean, I thought Charlie Sheen was hetero. Is he both? Is, he just wants to double his chances for a date every weekend? Or <laughs> I don't know, man. He's, he's greedy? He just can't make up his mind? Pick one. Oh, we know he's showing his hernia to dudes. So, <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, which, not to it, just any dude. Well, you know what? I've seen your hernia. <laughs> but that dude, that dude, Alex Jones, has certainly seen Charlie Sheen's. Well, you know what? I've seen your hernia. I forget what their circumstances were for that. He he had a hernia, so he didn't show up to the set or of his show or something. Well, yeah. And they didn't believe he had a hernia. And he was over at uh, Alex Jones's house, or Jones was at his house, yeah. and they're good friends. Working out naked or something. And yeah. So. Well, you know what? I've seen your hernia. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I've seen your hernia. I'm not sure that's what you want to brag about, Alex. I'm not sure that's what you want to trumpet to the world. <laughs> you know what? I've seen Charlie Sheen's hernia. In fact, uh, I put my tongue on it just to make sure it was real. And it is. Remember? Remember that, Charlie? I do. You were all naked and sweaty. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, I, I and do. I've, well, you know I've what? I've seen, seen your hernia. hernia. Remember that? So Such an yeah. odd... Topic choice. To That's not something I would have brought up, I don't think. I, I don't think I'd be that proud of it, frankly. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe if you have seen the hernia of a celebrity, of a major star, you want the world to you'd know. You'd want the world to know. Yeah, because I mean, that's like your. I'm trying to think. 15 I, minutes of fame there. And I like Tom Cruise, but if he was over at my house working out and he had his shirt off and his, you know, low riding pants or something, and, and I saw a hernia there on his lower abdomen I, yeah. I i think i'd keep it to myself you wouldn't bring it up i don't think so like, hey you know what tom i've seen your hernia no I, it doesn't sound right to me it doesn't feel right i mean you might find an occasion <laughs> where it fits in i don't know i mean you just and and, and look it might just be my hang-up i don't know and Maybe you want to file that information away for if the opportunity ever does arise mm-hmm. where you have the uh, occasion where it's not too awkward, or I should say, just a just a tiny bit less awkward to mm-hmm. discuss another man's hernia. Hernia. Yeah. Just file it away. I will. Mm-hmm. I will. And we'll just see. We'll just see how I feel when that time comes. We got to find you. A so far, the occasion the, the occasion just hasn't arisen yet. Yeah. But that's really sad. It if is, that's man. true, that Charlie Sheen raped a uh, young man, Corey Haim. Uh, wow. So now Charlie Sheen's been sucked into this. I mean, Charlie Sheen has some issues, and we all know that. I didn't, I wouldn't have guessed that this was one of them. But who knows with these Hollywood people? I mean, who knows? 
Andy in Georgia, welcome to the Blaze. Hey, Pilo. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, I've got something that I'm curious about. You know, we live down here in Georgia. I had a fellow that worked for me for a short while, and uh, he had the reason he's working for me is because he was on probation for getting a DUI. Uh, in Georgia, you only allow so many. I don't know how many that is, but he had two more than he was allowed and still be able to drive. You know, down here, if you get so many, you just don't drive anymore. Period. Right. One of those he had gotten on a military base. Now he was not military himself; he's civilian, but he was on a military base when he got one of those DUIs, and uh, he told me that that one did not count because the military does not civilian and civilian does not report to military so this you know it wouldn't show up on his record as far as you know in the civilian world right no idea if this is true but this is what he told me and i know that you know he was up to number five he doesn't drive anymore he just cannot get a license but he said if his record is pulled up uh the one that he got on the military base does not show up on his civilian record so he said five with the military base or is it six with the military base Five no, the military. Five, five altogether. One on the military base and four. He had three, and uh, I think he was still, uh, he spent a lot of money, went to classes, all the stuff, and he got his license back after the three. The one on the military base would have kicked him out of that. Wow. But that one doesn't show up. So when you know when you pull up his police record, and again, this is what he told me. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, don't, said, I don't know if that's accurate either. We'll have to uh, look into that. But um, appreciate it. Thanks, Andy. Uh, apparently, the, the Air Force has openly admitted their problem their their mistake i mean they just screwed up and they've they've said that so they do report what happens on the military base when it involves uh federal law uh and gun ownership because they were supposed to report it and they did not and so i i don't know about the uh dui charges if if they would report that i mean if you're if you're drunk while you're Driving, you're drunk while you're driving. Shouldn't matter where you, where you did it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine hundred three three nine three. We've also got some interesting comments from John Kerry from a secret recording and things he said about the Palestinians. Uh, we'll get into that as well coming up on the Blaze. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Also, uh, it is, of course, time for Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Which do you prefer? Brother Pat Love, Mm -hmm. Brolo Pat, or BLP? I I like BLP. BLP? Yeah, I like BLP. So, hey, yo, BLP. What up on this hump? Uh, just chilling. Yo. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff right there. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Maxing so- and relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll let you go if you want. Right. We are white. Okay. No, I'm done. No, you are. Oh, I'm sorry. I am white. You guys okay. be ill and 
Yo. B. So. So. BLP. Mm-hmm. So I know you were talking about the Paris Agreement. Yes. With uh, with our great friends. We're all alone climate now. Change. We're all alone. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what right now, buddy. We are even more than all alone because really? Trump is not invited to Paris in December. Oh, no. For the Climate Change Summit. No, no. So, uh, yeah, that's right. U.S. President Donald Trump. Uh, don't say that. Not invited. Oh, don't say yeah. that. No, don't say no. the U.S. President. No, the President Emmanuel Macron's office said uh, no. Mm. Nope. Over 100 countries, as well as non-governmental organizations, have been invited, but not Donald Trump. Is there anything we can do to, to now, obtain an invite? Lower level uh, people, other than the president, will be invited, but not Donald Trump. Well, Do you remember last time when he was there, he cut in front of people? Yeah. Was, yes. It was, it was, seemed kind of rude. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did seem kind of rude. However... I'm sure I don't that, care. I don't the, either. At the climate I don't agreement, th- I and don't I, care. And I think that uh, I think great. if they say if it comes out like that, uh, Donald Trump, I wasn't going to go anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to go anyway to your stupid party. He'll, he'll probably tweet that. Sure, the yeah. tweet's already drafted. He's just yeah. waiting for Wi-Fi to send I it. <laughs> I don't want to go anyway, stupids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should have gotten out of there to begin with. Hashtag stupids. <laughs> So uh, big news uh, starting today. Most of you should already have uh, have gotten it. Uh, Twitter uh, up to the 280 character count now uh, instead of the 140. They so their... you can did they really? Yeah. So you can just tweet your little heart out. Oh, don't act like you don't know. 80 characters. You're a tweeting fiend. Oh, I, I do. I like. I I love Twitter personally, and I mean Pat, you can't get him that's, off. Right. You can't. The thing is, but you uh, I mean, you, 140 was was you fun. Can't pull me out of Twitter with the jaws of life. You One, can't do it. <laughs> What are you saying? You just stay logged in? What, is, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's yes. just on. You know, it's just Twitter always, and BLP. Um, always. Neck and neck. Right. You can, you oh, we're, we're trending that. Hashtag BLP. <laughs> right now. So, 280. So are people happy about that or not? Uh, I think it's they're torn. Doesn't it defeat the purpose of yeah, Twitter? Yeah, it does, kind of. It's supposed of. to be short. Yeah. Short so you don't have to, to read point some and, long missive from somebody. Right. Like and, a screed. Right. Really, all, really uh, I saw uh, my favorite uh, comment about it was really all we needed was an edit button. Yeah. A, I would like uh, yeah, you're right. I'd like an edit button, please. Like I Facebook care about I don't care about the 280 word. I'm good with the 140. We can make it fun with the 140, but let me edit it on the go instead of having to delete the whole tweet. Mm-hmm. And getting mm-hmm. rid of the whole thing, just and I, I th- think they're hoping that this defeats the um, eh, people being angry on Twitter with one another and being you know getting cranky. But that's so that's Twitter. Yeah, I think you need to get over. I, why would I that's mean? You'll Twitter. just be more anger. On yes, it'd just be longer anger. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not reading it. Now they said their studies show that uh, when they had the test ones for 280. That uh, after a little while, the people went back down and didn't didn't use the 280. However, mm-hmm. I would argue that that's because they were used to the 140. You can start if there's no 140 ever anymore. 280 is the norm. Mm. There's not. You know, there's nothing going. There's no going it back. It seems to me that all of these internet things that have the quick hit, like Twitter and like Snapchat, are hugely popular. People like yes. the, the six-second little thing, and then it's gone. In and out, goodbye. Yes. Have a uh, nice day. And they, you, they do it all. I think it sucks, and I hate it, because if you send me something that I like, I don't want it to disappear and be only six seconds long. I want to enjoy it and then call it back up later if I want to see it. Well, I just, you, others like it. They I, seem to like I, it. Just ask her to send it again. So that's weird. 
All I do is just ask her to send it. Ask her? Dude, because yeah. I, I didn't really specify. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, I didn't. Oh. Really, mm, okay. I mean, I just asked her to send it again. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's really kind of the start of, of Snapchat, right? Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. It was for naughty pictures. Yes, it was. That went away quickly. And Facebook now in uh, in Australia, they're asking for their customers to send them nude photos, which I'm like. Who is? Okay, uh, my name is now Facebook in Australia. <laughs> uh, well, what they're doing is they're testing this new technology in Australia that they're hoping will come back out. revenge porn. Mm. And so, but I found this fascinating. This, this uh, one in five women between 18 and 45 and one in four indigenous Australians are victims of revenge porn. Okay, so that means that at least one in five, that number is at least those many people having making porn mm. for their for their boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever when they're together right because the revenge porn is you make i make porn with you when we're all in love and then we break up and i'm pissed at you so i send it out to your boyfriend or your mm-hmm. girlfriend saying this is what you did with me right mm, not, uh, not good here's here's a way around so, that uh, don't take naked pictures of yourself yeah but you can't i mean that's a that, i mean that's, you know, I know that's asking a lot. That's going way out on a limb. You aren't kidding. By asking people to actually not yeah, try take to come naked up with a, photos of themselves. Let's do a reasonable video. But they claim that they're not keeping it. Mm-hmm. They're just using the uh, you know they're using the images and running it through so that if someone goes to post again mm-hmm. as a revenge porn with your naked body, then the algorithm will block it out. Um, I, I would say, right. <laughs> Sure. Eventually, they'll come up with something that does that. Sure. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean the technology yes, I, yes. will catch up with the problem eventually. Absolutely, and that's what they're working on. And maybe this now. is it. Yeah. Who knows? Absolutely. We'll but, uh, you know, your idea is, I mean... Silly, right? It's silly. Uh, who? You can't not take naked photos of yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean... Uh, <laughs> right? Know, it's ridiculous. I mean... <laughs> One thing leads to another. Next thing you know, pretty soon you're just snapping photo after photo. Then you got videos. Yeah, and you're doing your own thing, and, and you're Anthony Weiner, and you're in prison. And, and then all of a sudden, Jeffy's case, you're running a myriad of websites that yeah. you're making good money with. Thank you. So, thank you. It's got its benefits. And you know, people. You know how many people send me stuff every day? Hey, look at me. Look at me. It's a, unbelievable. <laughs> it's a burden, isn't it? It is. Poor guy. <laughs> Tough to be. It is. It is a burden. Videos. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what to make of this uh, video that went viral uh, yesterday about the uh, the teen girl that uh, stole allegedly stole tips from the Uber driver. And uh, I watched it the first time I see it. And she's first of all, she's sitting in the back seat with two other friends, and you can see it. They'll play it here. She's in a bra. She's got her blouse between her legs, and she thinks she's so sneaky. Trying to take this money, and uh, you see her taking it out the door. She goes, but I think we've been had. It went viral. Oh, uh, that's fake. I'll it bet. went viral. Yeah, they didn't. The Uber driver didn't complain. Uh-huh. It said originally she said she gave the money back, but they found out who she was on Instagram. Now she's she's got the big name on Instagram. They're all following her. She was where she had the blouse off. It just it, she looked straight at the camera. Uh huh. You know, like, I mean, it's like she knew it was there. Uh, and so I think, uh, don't look, don't follow her on Instagram. Don't do it. Gabita, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. We've been had on that. I think so, yeah. too. The and first, they didn't run away. That either. looks really phony. I know. No, yeah, they just like, got out of the car. Because if you gone. see the person right behind the driver, when they get out of the car, they're just standing yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, in uh, Allen, Texas, uh, Doty's Place, a Cajun restaurant, uh, they're in trouble. It, nothing is a good idea anymore when it comes to transgenderism. I think there's oh, no good idea at all. Really? I thought this was a good idea myself. Um, <clears throat> Bruce Jenner, a big picture of Bruce Jenner mm-hmm. uh, in the Olympics, was on the men's room door. And uh, Caitlyn Jenner was on the women's door. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was great, but poof, whoa, no, 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 no. You know what it implies? Transgender women have to look for or transition in a certain way to be seen as women and have to appear like cis women or attempt to pass through a femgender expression. I, I don't even know what the hell they're talking I, I, about. I anymore. have no idea what they're talking about. I don't either. I think they're just throwing words together. I, and hoping I think they so. Sense. I mean, why? I mean, it's funny, right? I yeah, mean, that who is doesn't. Funny. And this happened in Allen? Yeah. They got other things to worry about in Allen, like the fact that they built an $80 million football <laughs> stadium for a high school team. That's a nice stadium. Uh, you, oh, it's, it's beautiful. There. And after year one, it had to be closed for two years to actually put it back together because well, it was falling down. Pat, Pat. So they spent another $20 million. It's a $100 million stadium now. Falling, because they had falling to fix such, it in a year. Falling down is such harsh words. I mean, it was they actually there were a few the areas stands, that were crumbling. The stadium was going to There's crumble. There were a few areas that were crumbling. Yeah. Hey, they, yeah. They had a little, there were some concrete issues. With there the were. Yeah, so, there were. So, so the Atlanta Falcons spent $1.5 billion on their new stadium. A third of that, I believe, was taxpayer money. Um, it got to where they couldn't close the roof after it was open they had to hand crank it i can just imagine yeah i I can just imagine like people like vikings every janitor in the building come on guys we're gonna close it and then when they closed it it rained and now the roof is leaking mercedes-benz stadium Mercedes-Benz a beautiful stadium and it will stay closed no matter what the weather is outside until they can repair it after the season which is probably going to end in about two months wow that's crazy Mm -hmm. i I would sue the builder Mm -hmm. oh my god i think they did in allen i'm I'm, i never heard yes they did uh, yeah, he, I think he ended up paying for most of it. Which, rehab. yeah. And by yeah. the way, Allen has one of the best football programs in the country, yeah. in all of high school football. Better than your alma mater? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I, okay. think, uh, I think they'd beat no. the Capitol High Bruins by about 300 points. Um, really? But, yeah, probably. They're 9-0 and this year. They're ranked 15th in the nation, <laughs> second in the state. So they're doing you know, pretty well. Think about Allen. And just as a side note for football in Texas, mm-hmm. I went to see uh, an old neighbor of ours. He's playing uh, varsity football, and he's going to this small school. And I thought, wow, they have a they have a team, six on six, in Texas. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so much fun to watch. Yeah, the tiny schools do that. It was so much fun to watch. People. They are great, and they are good. They are. Yeah. Darn good. Yeah, absolutely. But football in Texas is serious business. I mean, I know, but I, I was just amazed. That's the first time I'd watched the six. I think I've told the story before, but when we first moved to Houston, we were out in the Katy area. Katy has one of the best football sure, programs in the country. And uh, we were touring this guy's house because we were looking for a home. And uh, the owner is there for some reason as we're going through with the realtor. <laughs> he, we didn't know that much about Katy. I knew that they had a really good sure, football team because they're pretty renowned. And the guy says, he's so proud. My daughter is dating uh, one of the starters on the Katy High football team. Oh, yeah. If you stay here for about an hour, you'd be able to meet him. <laughs> like, um, 
know. What? I, I don't think we're going to. You didn't, you didn't still want to stay? We didn't stay to meet the got a starter selfie. on the Katie High football You could have got a selfie with the left guard. He was so proud that his daughter is dating. I think this guy could have been a serial killer. He wouldn't have minded. No. He, <laughs> he started that, for the football team. There's no problem there. Sure, he's killed a few people, but we can get beyond that. On Katie's football team. <laughs> That's impossible. They've to got think eight that that state championships. I don't worry about that. <laughs> who hasn't? Let he who hasn't killed a few people throw the first stone. Mr. Johnson, your daughter's not being nice to me. Get out here. So, yeah, uh, football in Texas. High yeah. school football is a religion. Yeah, time. All right, so uh, this is something that I have uh, I've actually dreamt of. Mm-hmm. And I want to go on record as saying what's wrong with these people. Is dreamt uh, actually a word? Yes, it is, because okay. I've dreamt it. Mm-hmm. Orlando couple. 65 pounds of marijuana in their Amazon order. Oh, yeah. I think Tell me I haven't dreamt that. Yeah. Tell me, Pat. Oh, that's... Okay. I know that's a big dream of yours. Tell what... Tell, the Orlando couple received the 65 pounds in a shipment. They ordered uh, uh, bins, plastic storage bins. Mm-hmm. And they... What if they were unloading the bins at the house? I was like, why are they... Why is it 99 pounds? Of, we didn't order 99 pounds of empty storage bins. And there's only six bins. Um... Uh, they were uh, full of pot. And Endo, if you will, Pat. I know that's more your vernacular. What, right. uh, what's Getting disa- back to gin what, and juice. What's disappointing about anthem. this entire story mm-hmm. is that I'm telling you this. And why am I telling you this? Because they went they to the police. They reported it, yeah. Why would you do that? Good citizens. Legal people. Yeah. Good citizens. It was delivered to their home. Right. Yes. You know what? I've lived in Florida. When I lived in Florida, man, I used to walk the beach looking for bales washing up on the shore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, whenever I pass a suitcase, Doc and I have talked a number of times on the morning show because he lived in Florida and has thought the same thing. I mean, I eat my insides out if I don't stop and check if the on the highway you pass and there's a suitcase on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. I have to stop. Right. I have you gotta to know what's in it, man. Could be an opportunity lost, Pat. We don't could like those. Could be a those. huge opportunity loss. It could be cash. It could mm-hmm. be drugs. It could be anything. You have to stop. Could be a body. If you do, if you don't stop, could be. You I, don't know. I, how often do you come across suitcases on the freeway on the side of the? I've never seen that. I've never once seen a suitcase on the a side suitcase of the, or a bag. I've or, never seen yeah, like really. Mm-hmm. No, I don't you know, know why. What because freeway, you don't pay attention. Don't know what freeway you're traveling. I've seen you on the road. You don't pay attention. <laughs> I mean, I see dead animals, uh, you know, on the side of the freeway. Well, you don't stop for those. No, you know those are dead animals. There's not going to be any drugs or, you know, I mean, you might get lucky maybe someday and maybe the, maybe the. How many suitcases have you come across on the Quite freeway? Quite a few. Have you really? Okay. Quite a few suitcases, and quite a few bags. You stop every time. A couple times I have not stopped. All right. I, I, and those are the ones the, he remembers and regrets. No, yes, thank see? you. And those are the ones that uh, another human being is in the car with me at the time. Uh-huh. And. Decides that we shouldn't stop. Mm-hmm. See now, but if I'm by myself, I'm stopping. Okay, I'm stopping. All right, and you know, I mean, we have the. I've, you don't stop if there's a dead armadillo. No, but uh, if you go to mercuryone.org. By the way, are you Dilla, rigging the armadillo thing? Yeah. I want to go on no record as saying, "What are you talking about? I'm number one by far." <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? Number one. What has happened far. here? There's no way. <laughs> All right, here's there's the current no uh, way. What do you mean there's Lord, no way? Man. You almost have twice as big That's a lead right, on Stu. So it's Jeffy in first, Stu is in second, 
You've uh, got that's right. Doc in third, Brad's in fourth, Pat, you're in fifth. What's happening here, Glenn? And of course, Glenn is bringing up the rear. Something desperately wrong. What is happening, Something Pat? desperately wrong. There's nothing there. wrong. People just know. Please go People and know. donate to my armadillo. Right. Mercury1.org slash armadillo. Mm-hmm. People know, Pat. Can you just go to mercury1.org yeah, and then yeah. click on a link or look whatever? on the right-hand it's side. It's actually for... one of the rotating screens uh, on the home screen. You just got to okay. sit there. All right. I don't like waiting for those. Just push the little buttons along the mm-hmm. along the bottom okay. for the rotating screens. It's That's not difficult point. at all. Very good for you. What are I you know. doing? Tweeting about this nonstop? <laughs> Click on my armadillo. Donate my armadillo. Because this means a lot to you, doesn't it? Two hundred eighty characters, Pat. Yeah. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That is true in the fat with Jeffy. Uh, did you know Americans are spending about ninety percent of their time indoors? And there's no nothing wrong with that other than being couch potatoes, being out of shape and, you know, growing to gigantic proportions like we do. But there's also a problem with the air that you breathe. Uh, the Hollies talked about this in 90, 1974. Yes, uh, you know, all they need is the air that they breathe and to love you, I guess. But they didn't know it was a hundred and time a hundred times more polluted than the air outside. Right. Now, what do you do about that? Well, you can replace your old dirty potentially dangerous air filter in your house and you can do it in a really convenient way with filterby.com they just mail you the right size you need within 24 hours and there's free shipping i love this is that great it sure is i hate i hate going to home depot or lowe's for anything and so this saves that trip they use double the industry standard merv rating that it's a quality standard thing that the industry uses. Don't talk down to me. I don't, I don't know what, what it means, but it removes. <laughs> I just know that these, when they have a high MERV rating, they remove the dangerous pollen and the mold and the dust and the other allergies, aggravating pollution. And then, of course, you don't have to worry about, well, was it three months ago? Was it six months ago? When's the time to change it again? You can set up a really convenient auto delivery system with them, and it'll just come when it's time. And you save five percent more, and you never have to worry about it again. Right. That's it's genius. A great genius. system. Filterby.com. They manufacture everything right here in America. Another huge plus. So go to filterby.com today. Get the best price on top quality filters. Shipped free to your home within twenty four hours. It's filterby.com. Filterby.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. on the blaze radio network i might be fourth or fifth in the armadillo race but how many people ahead of me have a meme Mm -hmm. made into or something they said made into a meme on the internet Mm -hmm. uh somebody has tweeted out tweeted out by at brother pat love okay I think it should be, but it's, you know, you can keep it this way because you've already gone to all this trouble, but it should probably be Brother Love Pat because BLP sounds better than BPL. I don't know why. It just, it just flows better. It flows, and you, you are, we need to get uh, hashtag uh, BLP trending. 
Yeah. That's what I want to see. But I was talking about the sexual harassment scandal in Hollywood and how there's going to be some innocent people caught up in this thing. And there's there's going to be a lot of dolphins caught up in this tuna net. Sure. <laughs> because, got, see, you're not supposed to catch dolphins no. when you're fishing for tuna. They're innocent. And yet they're, they're innocent and they don't taste as good. And they're smart animals and oh, they make cute noises. Got and that on the screen. We the think way. they're adorable when we don't think tuna are adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can eat things that we don't find adorable, like cows and tuna, but we have to leave dolphins and horses alone and dogs because they're cute, right? Isn't that essentially... That's the rule. Yeah. If they're cute, I don't want them on my plate. Like if a lobster looked good, we wouldn't eat it because you'd say, oh, you can't eat a lobster, but they're so ugly and hideous. We don't mind throwing them alive into a boiling pot of hot water mm. and and boiling them alive. Yeah. Ah, whatever. They're ugly. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so then you could just crack open just, their shell and okay. go to town on the meat inside. Uh-huh. So, if it was a good-looking animal. Sure. If it was a good-looking organism. That tastes like lobster. That, that tastes like lobster, you wouldn't you wouldn't touch it. You'd be like, oh, I'm not going to throw that into a boiling pot of hot water. And then, you know, there's some Think coworkers. of doing that to a puppy. Right. Oh, you I wouldn't don't. do it. You would not do it. No. Just the fact that I said that has, has upset people. Right. Me included. Right. Uh, now, our co-worker, Stu, um, at World of Stu, uh, he finds every creature on Earth to be cute, apparently. Really? Right. Oh, yes, because I mean, he won't eat them. Yes, I see what you're saying. Them. So he's mm-hmm. so pushover for all things. We need to, it, by the way, that reminds me, we need to invite Stu on the show for like an hour or something just to, you know, get the band back together. Can we use the world's most expensive PA yes, system? Yes, that's what I'm doing right now. Stu, Stu. consider this an invite to come yeah. on for an if hour. If you're in anytime. the building, you know, just... Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Anyway, somebody made a meme out of yeah. my brilliant analogy. There's going to be a lot of dolphins caught in this, in this tuna net. And thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. At uh, Brother Love Pat. Hashtag BLP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, uh, the Uber driver is said to be up in arms after that girl stole his tips. But as Jeffy pointed out a few minutes ago when he played the video, this looks like one of those dumb internet setups where they're just trying to get a bunch of clicks on something. Uh, it looks pretty fishy. I hate being pranked like this. I it, Come on. Stop it. If it's real, okay. If it's not, stop doing it. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888-900-3393. It is Pat Grea Unleashed. California police chief might be fired because he had the unmitigated gall to follow the law on immigration. 
Oakland Police Chief Ann Kirkpatrick is now the subject of an internal affairs investigation after she helped federal agents arrest an illegal immigrant. Why is she in hot water? Well, because Oakland is a sanctuary city. According to Kirkpatrick, uh, she sent her officers to assist federal ICE agents in a human trafficking operation in August, but informed the federal officials that her officers would not be making any arrests. Instead, the Oakland officers simply engaged in traffic enforcement, blocking the streets for the immigration agents so they could continue their operation safely. Oakland officers didn't participate in the operation itself. During the trafficking bust, two adults were detained, one of whom is now undergoing deportation proceedings. It's unclear whether Kirkpatrick had any prior knowledge that federal agents would be detaining an illegal alien. City officials questioned why no criminal charges were ever filed after a task that was designated human trafficking. Kirkpatrick told residents in a September town hall uh, that her officers didn't engage in any investigation pertaining to illegal limits. You've got to apologize now to residents because you're trying to enforce U.S. law. This is where we are. Uh, It's pretty bad. This is not a deportation matter in this case, she said. But after a formal complaint from a city commissioner and questioning from angry city council members, police department spokesman, spokeswoman, officer Joanna Watson confirmed that the matter was now the subject of an internal investigation and she couldn't comment any further, but the chief's job is on the line because she cooperated with a federal agency against an illegal alien. How upside down is our society right now? Wow. We've talked before many times about the prophecy in Isaiah. I think it's Isaiah 520, uh, where everything good will be deemed bad and all things that are good will be made to seem bad. And we would, at that point, uh, be in serious trouble as a civilization. That's where we are. Good and wholesome are made to be evil now. And the opposite is good and diverse and tolerant and wonderful. There's no such thing as sin. And we've gotten to the point in our society. We had this story yesterday on the uh, millennial preacher, the pastor who caters to millennials. He's like, I don't know, 35 or something. And he talks to his generation. And he was on The View last week. And he refused to say whether abortion is a sin. That's pretty bad. If a pastor, a minister, somebody who supposedly serves God and preaches to other people the good word, if he can't even identify a sin because he doesn't know, it's not up to him. Well, yes, it is. It's up to each of us to identify what's a sin and you try to avoid it. Of course, I mean... You the the way you don't judge is by saying, "Well, that person's going to hell." That's what you. That's what we're not supposed to be doing. We're not supposed to unrighteously judge. Obviously, you have to judge good from evil and right from wrong. You have to. 
So it's just silly to say, well, I'm not, I'm not God. I, I, I don't know if abortion is a sin. If you can't figure that out, that slaughtering children, babies, human life to the tune of 53 million in the last 40 years, if you can't deem that wrong and a sin, you're just, you're a waste. Why are you even, why are you even preaching to people at all? You're just trying to make money at that point. And that's one of the things we're warned about in the Bible. If that's what you're doing, you're in a lot of trouble. And again, I can't say you're going to hell for it. That's for the Lord. But I certainly know that's wrong because the Bible tells us it's wrong. So we're in a society where we can't even enforce U.S. law without a police chief being investigated for doing it and threatened with losing her employment over it. Uh, that seems like a bad place to be. We're also at a place where former secretaries of state are talking about how good the Palestinians are and how difficult the Israelis are to deal with. John Kerry, in his secret recording, was uh, praising the efforts of the Palestinians in the peace process and attacking people like Benjamin Netanyahu and the Israelis. Listen to this. I I believe he's unaware he's being recorded. Probably didn't know this would ever see the light of day. Uh, John Kerry discussing the peace process. So he's talking about Palestinians doing, and, and Mahmoud Abbas, doing an extraordinary job. Of dealing with the peace process. In fact, when the Intifada took place, they delivered nonviolence. In fact, when the Intifada took place, the Palestinians delivered nonviolence? What? In the West Bank. This is overlooked by the general population. This is not a topic of discussion. Why? Uh-huh. Because the majority of the cabinet currently in the current Israeli government has publicly declared they are not ever for a Palestinian state. They've publicly de- they've publicly declared that they're not ever for a Palestinian state. Never mind the fact that the Palestinians have declared that they're never for the state of Israel. The part of their charter states that the state of Israel must not exist. <laughs> Jeez. He, he neglects to say that part. He ne- neglects the part where the Palestinians have actually declared that it's part of their charter in, in the case of uh, Hamas, which was Palestinian leadership for a long time, that Israel uh, can never be recognized and can, can, they can never be, they can never coexist. It's either them or Israel. And that's been the stance the whole time. And you got a former Secretary of State st- siding with the Palestinians. How could this happen in this country? Well, it happens because we are so upside down as a society. Uh, it's really kind of frightening. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine hundred three three nine three. Also, this, uh, the information that continues to come out about the shooter, whose name we're not going to say on the air, because I, I don't want to, even though he's gone, 
we need to send the signal to f- anybody who might consider this in the future that they're not going to become famous over it. But uh, the guy who killed more than two dozen people in the church outside San Antonio had all kinds of trouble before the shooting. Proved himself to be psycho. Proved himself to be out of control, mentally unstable, and have co- he committed enough assaults, both sexual and physical, to be disallowed for buying firearms. But he fell through the cracks. But we already had laws in place that would disqualify him from ever buying a gun of any kind. Handgun, AR-15, whatever. He shouldn't have been able to buy one. So There was already laws in place? You already, can you believe it? No. There's already laws in place. Huh. There are already background checks. And there are already laws that say if you're a felon, you cannot own. If you have mental health issues and you've been like institutionalized over it you can't buy a gun okay he's he's had death threats against fellow officers uh not that he was an officer but his superiors he made death threats against tried to get weapons onto the uh, air force base and it was the Air, air force who screwed up and didn't report this to federal agencies so when they did the background check none of that showed up in el paso Police there reported that five years before the church massacre, five years ago, officers were dispatched to a bus terminal after he escaped from a nearby behavioral facility. Officers wrote that they they were told the shooter who was serving in the Air Force was, quote, a danger to himself and others, unquote, at the time. It was also facing military criminal charges. It's unclear whether he ever faced discipline for the threats, but he was court-martialed that same year and convicted of abusing his wife and stepson to the point where, as we've mentioned, he cracked the skull of his infant stepson. So now the Air Force is investigating uh, what happened and how this could take place. Authorities, including Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who's fantastic, he's questioned how it's possible for him to have passed the background check for jobs for gun purchases, checks that should have made it difficult or impossible for him to get the weapon and the weapons that he used uh, in Sunday's slaughter. Domestic violence should have raised the red flags just by that alone. Then there's the sexual assault and the death threats and the time in a mental health institute. He uh, had two failed marriages first marriage ended in divorce after he was jailed for abusing that wife as well. Wow. I mean, there's all kinds of things that should have negated negated a purchase of a gun. (sighs) Authorities said they were still reconstructing what happened inside the church. They're unable to say how long the gunman fired or how many shots were fired. He reloaded those several times. Appeared to have emptied 15 magazines. 15 which could mean several hundred shots. So we'll have calls for that too. You know, the magazine thing will be a a huge issue Uh, as well as, as many other issues in this particular case. Also, haven't we heard now that there's probably YouTube video of this 
Well, wasn't there a there's recording? A head, yeah, there's a headline that came out today. Um, New York Times says that an official says that there was a video inside the church that showed that he methodically uh, shot mm. the victims in the head. And I was concerned that there was something like that out there because on the day of the shooting, I went to the church's website, followed the links, and they post their sermon every Sunday on YouTube. I was thinking oh. maybe they weren't recording since the pastor was out of town. It sounds like that the video camera was mm. rolling that day, and so apparently there is video from inside the church during the massacre. Wow. That's really disturbing. Uh, so apparently anybody who made noise, he went directly to them and specifically tried to silence them by shooting them in the head, and that included babies and children. Really horrific uh, shooting that could have been avoided. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We're joined now by Brad Staggs. You know, I was just on my way out the door, and I realized I hadn't told you my revelation. Oh, okay. Cold weather's coming. Yeah, it's, it's kind of here. I notice that when here. you go outside. Ish. Yes, yeah. and that's kind of what clued me in. And I thought, <clears throat> you yeah, know, I couldn't help but notice that. Actually. That's all. That's when all the kids mm-hmm. end up with their earaches and they start complaining. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought, wow, you know, what would be a really good solution is to get their ears clean mm. before they start complaining about the earaches and stuff. Because excess earwax is actually one of the big causes of tinnitus and earaches and all of that in your kids. Mm. Or, or, I mean, you could take them to the doctor and spend a few hundred bucks and, you know, listen to them whine. Or you go to the drugstore and get those kits that, um, yeah, they don't work so well. But, like Keith, your kids, mm-hmm. and we never mentioned which one had stuff in their ear. But they loved it, didn't they? Oh, absolutely. They There's, found a treasure trove uh, of items in there. It is It is the... All right, try blowing your nose and not looking at the Kleenex. Right. Not possible. Mm-hmm. Same thing with earwax. I'm telling you. Look, <laughs> let's just call it what it is. Ick. You will find that you can hear so much better. Your ears won't hurt. If you go to usewaxrx.com, if you use promo code radio, they'll throw in free shipping, a three-step uh, pro, uh, program. Uh, developed by a doctor, and I think the real key is the squirt bottle. You can't get it anywhere. Yeah, in fact, the Wax RX got like a 14-year-old Cheerio out of uh, one of my kids' ears. You've taught them not to put Cheerios back in their ears. I right? have not. I'm not a good parent. Well, actually, they just watch you do it. Mm-hmm. If you go to usewaxrx.com, use promo code RADIO, you'll avoid the earaches in the, in the fall and the winter, and you'll get free shipping. Usewaxrx.com. Pat Gray. Only... On the Blaze Radio Network. It is Pat Gray. Uh, We were just talking about the uh, church massacre and how that could have all been avoided. If you just follow the law that we have on the books already. It's a lot like the immigration debate. Same thing. We don't need more immigration laws. Just enforce what we have and stop enabling illegals to be here. If we did that, there's a lot, you know, you you continually hear the argument. 
You can't deport 11 million people. First of all, it's probably more like 20 or 30 million people. And nobody says you deport every one of them. You enforce the law. You put the pressure on companies to, to abide by the law. And in every case, when this has happened across the country, self-deportation occurs. Which helps alleviate a lot of the problems over time. In addition to some deportation, this problem takes care of itself. Instead, we're going the other way. Like we did in 1986, we just granted amnesty to 2 million people, and then the problem became 10 times as bad. Because people saw, well, if I'm there, they're just going to say, whatever, you're legal now. I don't have to suffer any kind of penalty for doing it. Well, so we won't enforce the laws that we all also have on the books on, on a purchasing a gun. And Senator uh, Ted Cruz talked about the Texas church massacre and explained why and how the church shooter was able to obtain a gun. What could have stopped him? Under federal law, it was illegal for this individual to purchase a firearm. He had a conviction for a crime that's punishable by more than a year in prison, and he had a conviction for multiple domestic violence crimes. Both of those, it's already ineligible. But several things happened. Number one, the Air Force, the Obama administration, didn't report those convictions to the NCIS database. That's an endemic problem. It's a problem with the federal government. It's a problem with the states. And so when he went in to buy the guns, they ran the background check, and they didn't find it because it wasn't in the database. But I'll tell you, we could have prevented this in 2013 in the wake of Sandy Hook. I joined with Chuck Grassley. We introduced legislation that was called the Grassley-Cruz legislation. And it was aggressive legislation targeting felons and violent criminals to stop them from getting guns. There were a couple elements of that legislation that were critical. One, it mandated that federal agencies, including the Air Force, report to the NCIS because that was a problem back then. But two, and this is an even more critical piece, if it had been reported to the background, to the background database, when he went into academy to buy this, this, the, the, these weapons, he lied on the forms. That is a felony to lie on those forms. The Obama administration didn't prosecute those cases. In 2010, 48,000 felons and fugitives lied and illegally tried to purchase guns. They prosecuted only 44 of them. And, and that becomes a big part of this argument because people want more gun control laws, but if we're not enforcing the ones we have now, that's a big issue. And let me draw a quick distinction. Quickly, because we Gun control for felons and fugitives, yes. For individual citizens, law-abiding citizens, no. And the Democrats filibustered the legislation that would have resulted in this shooter being in federal prison instead of murdering those innocents in that Texas church. Hmm. Here's an interesting point. That guy you just saw or heard, you're... Just listening on the radio? Hmm. Could have been our president. Wait, that guy? Yeah. Who, who was that yeah. guy again? Ted Cruz. Senator Ted Cruz. This doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, you wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want that. I mean, he proposed a 10% flat tax across the board. Uh, he's for enforcing current law on the border. Hmm. He's for securing the border. Huh. Uh, he, he promised day one to repeal Obamacare. Yeah. He promised day one to move the U.S. Embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. Mm. See, now that... Uh, yeah, why would you want any that? There's you, what we call the ultimate opportunity loss. Did, did I mention a 10% flat tax? Flat tax. A uh, flat tax mm. across the board. Everybody pays 10%. Huh. Nah, you would, nah, why would you do that? Why would you want somebody like that? 
<laughs> That's silly to think. A guy who, like <laughs> I said. I mean, no, thank you. No, thank you. Really? The, those things are too good. They make too much sense. We don't want to live in that kind of society where things make sense. We want an upside-down society where everything up is down and down is up. Right is wrong and good is bad. That's what we want. Chris in New York, you're on the blaze. <laughs> That's what we got. Yep, and the same reason why up is down and down is up is because we have forgotten God in this mm-hmm. country. We've turned our backs against him. Yeah. And... Um, like that preacher you're talking about on The View, he yeah. don't even got enough courage as God's teacher to teach the truth and right. try to basically put the law under his feet where God said he won't even destroy one iota of his law. And so that was just my main comment is that we need more real teachers of God's word that will stand for God and not stand for political correctness. And until that happens, we've got a long road ahead of us. Nicely put, Chris. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. It's uh, 800, 88, rather, 900, 3393. Political, uh, let's, let's go to, you know, it's, it's political and it's biblical all at the same time. Uh, for instance, I was just talking about uh, Isaiah, Isaiah 520, which reads, Woe unto them that call good evil and, and evil good that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink, which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Yeah, see, here's the problem. The fire devoureth the stubble, and the flame consumeth the chaff, so their root shall be as rottenness, and the blossom shall go up as dust. So you're going to be burned to death uh, if you're some of the people promoting this. That seems like a bad place to be in. I'm, you know, I'm, maybe it's just me. 888-933-93. Andy in Ohio. Welcome to The Blaze. Hi there. Um Actually, what you were talking about from the book Isaiah is really kind of where I'm coming from. Uh, We've been studying the book of Isaiah in a Bible class, and one of the things that keeps coming up is we were actually trying to discuss this idea of the good becoming bad and other things like that, but what occurred is we it was almost like a shadow of political correctness came over the class and, and no, no discussion could progress on it. The proctor would try to bring out points and other things like that, but no one wanted to speak mm-hmm. or to carry on a conversation about it. Uh, this has happened a number of times throughout the class. You know, it's like, bring up a good point, hear nothing but dead silence. You know, I, that bothers me the most in churches because, yeah, it has infiltrated even, even our, our church congregations, hasn't it? And I, uh, I'm always profoundly confused when that happens, because the faithful among us know better than this, and yet, even in church, it's infiltrated, and so people are all careful. They don't want to say anything wrong that might offend someone. Oh, <sighs> okay. What about the fire that devoureth the, the stubble? 
That's uh, that's coming our way <laughs> if we don't wake up. If you're to believe Isaiah. 888-900-3393. More Pack Ray Unleashed yeah, coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> All right. Some tweets uh, we haven't gotten to yet uh, on a number of issues that we've discussed <laughs> during the show today. 888 or at Pat Unleashed. Pat, you could get more support for your armadillo if you had the same campaign as Jeffy. His slogan has been, if you touch my armadillo, I'll touch yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jeffy is fat. <laughs> That's an important component of the tweet. Perhaps the most important point of the day right there. <laughs> uh, GD Chapel says, an unfamiliar suitcase is never empty. It's full of hopes and dreams and possibly pot. Lots and lots of pot. <laughs> uh, Mike Hermanet says, congratulations to Brolo Pat on his newfound identity. I'm so proud to have been tuned in today to hear the unveiling of the new and improved. Hashtag BLP. Hashtag BLP, <laughs> y'all. That is so gratifying. Thank you. Thank you for being gratified. A-Bomb 974. Best anthem, Ghetto Ice Cube. Now, I don't know Ghetto Berg. No, Ghetto Bird. Mm -hmm. Ghetto Bird by Ice Cube. The lyrics are great for supporting their cause. I'm going to have to look that up. Wait, you don't know why? I can't just trust that willy-nilly. Must you swoop through the hood like everybody from the hood is up to no good? You think all the girls around here are tricking up there looking Our like tricking? super chicken. <laughs> That's a nice rhyme. It's it's pretty good. I mean, you know, because you got to think of something that rhymes with tricking, right? And uh, <laughs> chicken is about it. Lick it. Well, licking. You could be finger licking. Oh, that would have worked too. Good. Yeah. Or uh, stricken would have worked. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Artie, Artie Kuna says, Hi, brother, love Pat. <laughs> Or BLP. Hashtag BLP. The best national anthem would be House of Pain, Jump Around. Another one I'm unfamiliar with. What? No. When I was in music radio, I only worked for racist stations that had some sort of issue with rap music. And uh, so I'm I'm somewhat unfamiliar with most rap music. Do we know House of Pain, Jump Around? Is there a... Oh, yeah. You know, jump around. Jump, jump, jump up and down and get... Jump off. Screw it. You can't, is it too? Dirty? I know it. I just can't sing it. Yeah, yeah. jump around. Uh, oh, you do. You're familiar. Oh, with yeah, the song? absolutely. Jump, okay. jump up and get down. I can't do this. Jump around. Yeah, you know it. You know it if you saw it. If you I, I it. don't count on that. Uh, don't. It was a big that. hit. It, it crossed a lot of. It's by. Lip, wait, is it Limp Biscuit or is it Vanilla Ice? It's neither. Oh, it's House of Pain. Yeah. It says right on it, House of Pain. So. I mean, I can't exactly hit the play button here. It, here, okay, here's here it is. <laughs> pack it up, pack it in. Yeah, there you Let go. Let me begin. I came to win. Battle me. That's a sin. 
I won't ever slack up. Punk, you better back up. <laughs> Try and play the role. And yo, the whole cruel act up. Get up, stand up. Come on, Simon. Throw your hands up. If you've got the feeling, jump across the ceiling. See, because it's, again, you got to rhyme feeling. And what are you going to rhyme it with? What are you going to rhyme it with? Mugs lifts a funk flow. Someone's talking junk. Yo, I bust him in the eye, and then I'll take the punk's hoe. See, because you got to rhyme yo. Right. And obviously you're going ho. Naturally. Feeling funkin' apps in the trunk. Oh. And I got more rhymes than there's cops at a Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> shop. Show sure enough, I got props from the kids on the hill plus my mom and my pops. I came to get down. I came to get down. <laughs> so get out your seat and jump around. Jump around, jump up, jump up, and get down, jump. Wow, that's... Hashtag B-O-P. <clears throat> if that doesn't make for a really happening national anthem, the likes of which would be the envy of this planet, I believe. Right. Because if you ever got to the second verse and you start saying, I'll serve your ass like John McEnroe, <laughs> if your girl steps up, I'm smacking the hoe. Word to your moms, I came to drop bombs. I got more rhymes than the Bible's got psalms. This guy's talented. I will be listening to this on the way home later. And just like the prodigal son I've returned, any step into me, you'll get burned. Because I got lyrics, but you ain't got none. If you come to battle, bring a shotgun. At least you can read this on the radio. Right. See, look at that. You found something good to say about it. Might be House of Pain. That might be the new leader. In the clubhouse. Nice. All right. 888-900-3393. Because what, the NAACP said we should have a more inclusive uh, That's what started this whole thing. So it's their their fault if we change it. They they claim that the Star-Spangled Banner is racist, and it's because of the uh, line about slaves in the third stanza. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they suggested that we switch songs. And so I'm looking for something that's not going to offend, yeah. you know, the NAACP. And we fi- it only took us three hours, but we have a winner. We may. That might be it right there. At least you can sing it <laughs> on the radio. You can play it on the radio. Yep. Meanwhile, the French satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo um, is being threatened again because of another article they did about Islam. I mean, they just keep doing these satires. And what was it? 13 people were murdered when the extremists busted into their headquarters and started shooting the place. They shot people outside. They shot people inside. Uh, And the whole world was shocked and appalled and, you know, kind of banded together on behalf of this magazine, which is despicable, frankly. And then, of course... What was this? Maybe a year ago. I'm looking for the date on this. Um, it wasn't... No, it was just like a couple of months ago. When they mocked Texans That's who were right. affected by, the, by Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, that was just tasteless. They appeared to make fun of Texans who were impacted by the devastating flooding. And on their latest cover... 
They painted Texans as neo-Nazis. The cover of the magazine said, God exists. He drowned all the neo-Nazis of Texas. Good gosh. And showed an image of swastika flags and arms giving the Nazi salutes as they're drowning in water. With the rain falling from the sky. Wow, that is just horrific. It makes it tough to have any sympathy for him because, I mean, that's just despicable. The Charlie Hebdo cover comes as as rescue and recovery efforts were continuing throughout parts of southeastern Texas. Uh, It's the second time Texans affected by the floods have been mocked. Also, Politico published a political cartoon poking fun at Texas secessionists who don't believe in the federal government being saved by the Coast Guard from Harvey's floods. And, you know, it's interesting that they did this because uh, so many of these lefties said that, oh, okay, Texans don't like big government until they, they need it after flooding. And they want them to fix everything for them. That is just absolutely nothing could be further from the truth in Houston. Houstonians banded together and took care of each other, and they didn't wait for FEMA. They didn't wait for the state government. They didn't wait for local government. They all got together, and they did things themselves. They took their own boats. They went out and just did it. They rescued people by the thousands who needed help. And then, after the carnage, in some cases with the water still at three or four feet high in some of these houses. They waded through the water. They stripped down the houses that were now filling with mold. They threw everything out on the curb so that the garbage people could come by and pick it up. The garbage people, wow, would I hate to be a garbage person in uh, Houston over the last few months because they they have to make three trips just to, three trips to everybody's place. (sighs) trying to collect all the debris and all the garbage and everything that they have out on the, so you, everywhere you drive in Houston. I was there, I don't know, a month ago or so. Everywhere you go in Houston, just massive piles of debris. Yeah. Couches, flooring, uh, appliances, the food that's spoiled, flies, maggots everywhere. Ugh, the smell was horrific. Safe to say it's going to take years. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. Devastation. But they, they weren't waiting. They weren't crying about it. They, weren't, they, they just did something about it. They helped each other recover from this. It's Texas. Exactly right. And yet, you know, they, they're accused of, oh, they don't want the government until they want the government to make their house payment or, or buy, build them a new house. Almost none of them will have their homes rebuilt by, by FEMA. The emergency funds that will go to Texas uh, will be just doled out in tiny, tiny little portions. What they will do sometimes is give them a low interest rate on a loan so that they can rebuild and pay for it themselves. That's what will happen. Big deal. I mean, that's but that's the way Texans want it. They want to do it themselves. Just allow me to at least get a loan so that I can rebuild. Is that too much to ask? They're not saying, hey, build me a new house. Hey, come and take away my debris. Give me a place to live. Uh, None of that. Federal officials uh, said that more than 30,000 people evacuated to shelters 
38 storm-related deaths. I think that's more like, that's over 100 um, once all of the uh, flooding subsided. And then the French rag Charlie Hebdo mocked the victims as neo-Nazis. I I don't even understand it. Wow. I mean, just so despicable. But these are the inclusive people. These are the people who are so diverse and so understanding and so tolerant, so loving. It is the conservatives that are the problem, that are the haters, that are the racists, right? (laughs) Then you see these things. Then you see things like uh, the socialist neighbor of Rand Paul attack him brutally from behind like a coward when Rand Paul can't hear him coming because he's got earplugs in because he's mowing his lawn, trying to protect his hearing. And he's jumped from behind, gets broken ribs, uh, gets separation fractures, gets a potentially uh, broken jaw and teeth knocked out of his face. <laughs> and it's a leftist and nobody's saying anything about that. Nobody, Nobody's saying, wow, it's... That's pretty ugly and pretty violent. Why Why the hate there? And of course, they're quick to say, oh, that had nothing to do with politics. You don't know that. You don't, you don't have any clue that that's not the case. Yeah, we haven't been told anything. Nothing about that. So I think every theory on this one is still fair game. And if it was the other way around, you know, you know they'd be saying, well, Rand Paul attacked him because he's a socialist and he lives right next door. It's clear. That's the violence on the right. That's who these people are. 888 if you want to get in on the last segment of Pat Gray Unleashed for the day, coming up on The Blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed. On The Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. 888-900-3393. Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, there's a proposed law from Republican Senator Terrence Murphy. That uh, seems to be a little bit uh, sketchy. The New York State. Terrence is from New York. Yeah, and they're field testing phones by police officers in the event of a crash or in or some kind of accident to check whether or not the phones were being used when the crash occurred and see if the person involved could have been distracted by their phone. It's called the textilizer. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Uh, could that be a problem at all? Hmm. I, I don't know. Uh Let's take a look. Here's uh, here's what they're discussing now. This driver in Florida swerving across the road before hitting a tree and flipping over. 
admitting to police he was using his phone. Now this new device called the Textalizer is aiming to crack down, recording your every click, tap, or swipe. It would even know what apps you were using. Police officers could download the data right on the spot. Okay, here we go. Hmm. To see how it works, I start driving in a closed parking lot. First up, I send a message on WhatsApp. How are you? I check out Facebook. One of my favorites. I even answer a call. Hello. And send a text message too. Hi, how is it going? Sent. I pull over and we plug in the textalizer. Phone data is being analyzed. All right. I can see that you opened WhatsApp at 2.45. Uh, there were several Facebook activity. You received an incoming call at 2.59 and you sent an SMS at three o'clock. So police could pinpoint down to, you were driving then and that was a minute before the accident. Yes, and that's very important. That's chilling. <laughs> Why? Because if you've had an accident, is that probable cause to go through your phone? So they hook it into this app or whatever it is, this technology, and it can tell them if you were texting at the time of your accident. And if so, uh, you're in trouble. It can also uh, directly extract passwords, disable or bypass user locks, and decode data for more than 1,500 mobile applications in just a few minutes. See, now that's a problem. While noting that they preserve privacy by copying the information used so that witnesses and victims can be shown what's being read and nothing else. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead and do that then. Is having an accident probable cause for police to go through your phone records, to go through your phone messages? And what if you were hands-free when you did it? Because a lot of these a lot of these texts that you can send can be done by voice, right? Don't yeah. they have that? You have that ability. You can, and I talk on the phone all the time in the car, and it's just it's through the phone system in the car without using my hands. It's the voice command, which is so aggravating because it really doesn't work well. <laughs> they still don't have the voice recognition fully operational yet. Oh. It doesn't recognize certain words. Oh, no. Like, call mom. Hmm. Call Paul. No. Call mom. Call Bob. <laughs> no! Call mom. <laughs> Call Paul. What? what? Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It's 2017. This is too perfect, Pat. This morning, I, I texted our engineer, John Munoz, who hangs out in the other room. I just said, mm -hmm. hey, I'm here. Take a look at this. What does that say? Mm -hmm. It says, when you have a second, I'm having network problems, I think. What's the gray part? What does he text back uh, with his uh, trusty... Uh, he texts back, uh, turtle back purple wine duck on a pole <laughs> what yeah that's right that was today that so was this when morning. you said here you said when you have a sec i'm having network problems i think it translated that to be no, turtle no. so i say that and right. he speaks back to say hey i'll be there in just a second i'm in traffic or something like that instead what comes out is turtle back purple wine duck on a pole and you can read this for Is yourself real? on Twitter at the Blaze Keith. I posted this earlier today because it was that funny.
That is amazing. When I showed that to him, he was like, what in the, what? That's not what I said. That is amazing. (laughs) It's too perfect you're talking about this today. But, but my issue with this whole situation on the, on the computer and the. It's a privacy issue. It's a, well, it's a privacy issue. I mean, how many bill, bill, how many amendments from the Bill of Rights can we trample on in one fell swoop? Because. Mm -hmm. You got probable cause. Search and seizure. Right. And face your accuser in court. I don't like traffic cameras because I want the camera to come to court and tell the jury what what it saw. Can you explain what you saw? This is why we have police officers. Mm -hmm. And and at this point in our society, the police officer's word is supposed to be what counts. But now we're going to let a computer just... I mean, you can have... It's just like can have a computer tell you anything. We had the AI images. Which one's real? Which one's the person? You know, which one was generated by a computer? I don't trust technology. I want, let's have the little guy talk to his little computer, talk to the jury about exactly what it witnessed. Can't do it. I hate this. I hate it. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Now, I'm, I'm against people actually texting while they drive. Should that be a public safety issue? Because a lot of people get killed doing that. And they kill others doing that. When you're texting and you're looking, you're trying to do both. It's just, I mean, that is a recipe for disaster. And you could easily run into somebody and hurt yourself and them. Uh, but again, it's the security versus uh, freedom issue. Mm-hmm. Can they? I mean, in, in a lot of states, they do mandate that if you're on the phone, you're going to get a ticket. I don't think Texas is one of those states. Uh, it just became one. Oh, it did. Yeah, July first or no, oh. September first of this year. Yep. Wow. So you can't you can't uh, be on the phone on your handheld device and drive. Correct. And obviously, texting then is a problem. Yes. While you drive. Yep. It, it used to just be school zones, but <clears throat> now it's the whole thing. Wow. Interesting. And uh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's we're, 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 there's only a couple states left. But for them to be able to go through your phone, right, and uh, be able to to extract all that information, I'm not sure that's constitutional. By the way, only Arizona, Missouri, and Montana don't have laws against against it for every driver. Um, Missouri has it for people under 21. But uh, congratulations, your home state of Montana, still a bastion of freedom in your car, apparently. <laughs> Just saying. That's because Montana is such a massive state that they don't mess with your car at all. You can go a thousand miles an hour if if your car will go that fast. Uh, you can you can drive over the top of they don't care they don't care what you're doing in Montana. Hmm. Text, play basketball while you drive. You know, have a little hoop set up in your front seat. But <laughs> you, it, can, you can watch <laughs> movies. What on your iPad? Hey, if I'm not hurting whatever. anybody. <laughs> That's I'm right. just saying, turtle back, purple wine, duck on a pole. That's all I'm saying. It's voice recognition for you. <laughs> that, that, that just drives me out of my mind. Because if it's even near any other name, they it always goes with the other name. Man, I hate that. That's why I've just almost totally given up on the voice recognition thing. I don't even use it because it is so irritating. Mm-hmm. All right. Triple eight, nine hundred. 3393 uh tomorrow on the show we're going to try to track down a couple of school issues and things being taught in school that maybe shouldn't be and 
more indications that you need to know what's going on in your in your kid's classroom. If you're not asking, you're going to be sorry. Because there might be some unbelievable things that you might be very, very surprised about. 888-900-3393. You use that uh, tomorrow, and we'll talk to you then here on Pat Gray Unleashed on The Blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed on The Blaze Radio Network.